listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Oh, baby! That's right. First I snatched the streets, then I snatched the charts. First I had their ear, now I have their heart. Rappers came and went, I've been here from the start. I seen them put it together, watch them take it apart. Seen the rovers roll up with ribbons. I seen them we pull, we sold, and we driven. So when I reload, he holds number one positions. When you hot, I'm hot. And when your feet cold, mine's a sizzling. It's plain to see. Niggas can't fuck with me, cause I'ma be that nigga for life. This is not an image, this is God given. This is hard living mixed with crystal sipping. This the most kisses we hold. You get a most hit. You can fit inside a home distance. Nigga, I'm home on these charts. Y'all niggas visiting. This whole tradition. Jeff Gordon the rap. I'm back to claim pole position. Holla at your boy. Get up, I get. Get up, I get. Get up, I get. Get up, I get down for my grandfather who took my mama. Made us sit in that seat where white folks ain't want us to eat. At the tender age of six, she was arrested for the sit-ins. And with that in my blood, I was born to be different. Now niggas can't make it to balance to choose leadership, but we can make it to Jacobs or to the dealership, that's why I hear new music and I just don't be feeling it, racism still alive, they just be concealing it, but I know they don't want me in a damn club, they even make me show ID to get inside a Sam's club, I done did dirt and went to church to get my hands scrubbed, swear I've been baptized these three or four times, but in the land where niggas praise you cons and getting paid, it's gonna take a lot more than coupons to get us saved, like it take a lot more than do-rags to get your way, nothing sad is that day, my girl father passed away so I promised to Mr. Rainey I'm gonna marry your daughter and you know I gotta thank you for the way that she was brought up and I know that you were smiling when you seen the car bought her and you said tears from heaven when you seen my car get balled up but I can't complain what the accident did to my left eye cause look what an accident did to left eye First, least- you want me to count you down or anything you no 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 I'm ready I'm ready Stroud right. low cash a crazy motherfucker named Gusto I fucked your wife cause the bitch is a big hoe I fucked your sister, I fucked your cat I would've fucked your mom, but the bitch too fat When I'm in your neighborhood, I'm Hold on, hold on <laughs> hey, hey, I was doing good up until the last point Hold on When I'm in your neighborhood, you better dig a moat Cause I'm coming to slit your motherfucking throat Blood is dripping, I'm not slipping Bitchin' panties is what, what I'm, I'm ripping Uh oh, reminisce for the time Rolling faster than a motherfucking dirt bike. Never met a pussy that I didn't like. Like to eat it. Like to suck it. Take a shit in a bucket. <laughs> Coming straight out of low cash. Hey. <laughs> hey. That's the most y'all got. Y'all got reminisce talk the most out of any show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Aaron. And um, you guys, um, this is the first time hearing these guys on our podcast. So I don't know if you recognize the voices or not. But, you know, hopefully if you listen to us, you should be listening to them. Yes. Um, it's the brothers from the Straight Out of Low Cast, uh, Straight Out of Low Cash podcast. Um, for those familiar with the, yes, the or, movie CB4, um, yes, y'all or, should be familiar with the lyrics to that song. Or my version that I've been calling y'all all week long that Roger has been rocking me on 
straight out of locale. Don't ask me yeah. why. I've been calling y'all that all week long. All right, look at me sideways. Like Joe right. Calcium? <laughs> right. We brought y'all on here to talk about low-calorie cooking. They have a cooking podcast. <laughs> uh, it's about being healthy. Um, they coming straight out of low-calories, y'all. Yes. Um, but, uh, all right, man. So the first voice, voice that you heard is my man, Dale Frierson, um, a.k.a. Uh, Dig Game on Twitter. Um, which And I forgot to do this. I, I meant to thank him, man. He wrote a, a nice write-up about our podcast yes, on his site. Yes, you did, sir. And, um, you know, we appreciate that, we man, do. sincerely. And um, you guys also have a great podcast. Karen's always, like, promoting it on Facebook and stuff I like that. I am, man. and I've been ragging, Roger, because we got to get them on. We got to get them on. I yeah, love man. them. Big ups to Karen, man. She's been, like, probably one of our closest best fans man always uh you know sending people our way and everything so definitely appreciate that karen thank you karen anytime thank you. that's what it's about she made it work man uh this is like normally i'm the one that has to be like all right let me email these people let me this is the first time karen came to me and was like all right this is when they're gonna be here i was like oh good i like this <laughs> I was, I was right. on it. <laughs> I was like, I want them on, damn it, in hella high water, and we have to change the time. We they they gonna be on. So um, now, um, Daryl, you also write too, right, brother? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a blog uh, from Ashy to Classy and everything. Uh, I was in Black Enterprise uh, last, when well, in the beginning, middle this year, and everything too. So I put the podcast in there too. So. It definitely, I hope they gave everybody a little bit of love on podcasting because they didn't even really even know that it was black podcasters like that. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I was uh, also published in uh, Black um, Black Tales, but it's a little different. It's a little different uh, type of type mm-mm. of journalism I was no, doing. No, I don't think no. But, you know uh, about Black Tales. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now the other uh, the other person you heard, man, on the on the on the mic uh, is Javon Bibbs. Um, He's at Javon Bills on Twitter, uh, all one word, and it's B-I-B-B-S, uh, comedian. And, and, and Javon, man, um, are you new to the Twitter thing? Have you been on for a while? What, what's up with your Twitter, dog? No, nah, I'm on, I, I ain't new to Twitter. Um, like, I've been on Twitter since, what, 2009? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's old nine, so, you know, like, three yeah, years. I don't know why I'm not following you, man. I'm about to rectify what? this shit on oh, the air. Oh, am I, am I not following them? I need to follow y'all, too. I know I'm following the, the <laughs> main, the main. The... Yeah, I mean, I, I've been following you, Karen, for a minute. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what we're gonna do. We all gonna follow each other. I'm about to rectify I all this. Shit up. Yes. Um, but Javon, man, how long you been doing stand up, man? What's, What's man, this is that? my this is my eighth year, man. Um, I started in, let me see, two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, oh four. I've been rocking it out, man. I didn't, you know, I did Comic View. Uh, I did Jamie Foxx's Laugh of a Loser. I was a finalist in Atlanta, like in oh seven. Man, and I actually just taped the show. Me and I don't know if y'all know who B Dot is. Y'all know B Dot is? No, I don't know B Dot. Okay, yeah, he's from, he actually from like North Carolina or South Carolina. It's, it's a homeboy. We just taped the show in Miami, uh, called Comedy After Dark, uh, with the, uh, producer of Kings of Comedy, Walter Latham. He, uh, he had us down in Miami. We taped the show down there. It was pretty cool, man. Yes. So yeah, I've been I've been grinding it out, man, since like oh four. That, that was the show of y'all listening to that show though. We was trying to we was telling them to grab Trina Booty. And yes, and I was about to ask you about that. Yes. Tell the people that are listening to y'all for the first time about Trina's booty. 
<laughs> Trina, what you mean? They, it looked nice. It was like, like it was, yeah, it definitely was real. Um, from what I, yeah, I, mean, I ain't grabbing or nothing like that. I, I mean, her body goal was pretty big. I ain't want, you know, I ain't want to get my ass whooped in Miami, man. I watched too much first 48. I know what comes after grabbing a woman's ass down there that uh, doesn't want you to grab her ass. Yeah. And I didn't want an Officer Caroline Mason to ever have to drive down there and, uh, you know, with my mom in the room. So yeah, I didn't want nothing bad to happen to me. So I didn't, no, I didn't grab her ass. I didn't do it. Um, and, and Teddy's not here, but, uh, he's also on Twitter. He's at 62nd Marathon or 60 yeah, Sec Marathon. SEC. He's like a born again virgin too. So, you know, a born again virgin. What, well, what? Not, it's not intentional though. Oh, okay. It's, it's like, like the 40 year old virgin. It's not by choice. <laughs> it's like, it's like Andy and the 40 year old virgin. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. But he's, but he's 30 some years old. So, oh man, it's, uh, Teddy's feel like bags of sand. Um, <laughs> far as he knows and then uh-huh. we also uh you know uh i think this is the loudest i've ever heard him um on on any podcast including their own uh we we had uh my man dj is dj reminisce right yeah that's it dj reminisce we had dj reminisce uh talking the loudest ever man yeah. he's he's on twitter yeah. too huh. at at they, at dj and, and and now i don't know if daryl spelled it wrong or if this is just like the hood way of spelling it but it's dj r-e-m i-n-s-e underscore 10 yeah, it's spelled, it's spelled, it, it, i don't put it i don't put it um c in it okay okay <laughs> gotta, gotta be a little different because you are you i'm gonna assume you are black brother is that yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. We got to do it different. That's it's not it's in oh, our DNA. Easy now. Come on, he's she's not African American. All right, I don't know why you guys would even assume that. Uh, <laughs> it's what we do, man. It's not. It's it's like nobody means for their kid to be named right. what it is. It's like they, it's in our DNA. The baby pop out and we be like Latarius. It's like fuck. I meant right. to say <laughs> James. Yeah, I meant to say John. Yeah. Hey, sweetie, how long you been DJing? I've been DJing, uh, man, forever. But probably professionally, probably since like '99. Ask me what his first DJ name was, though. Yeah, what was Ask your first? What his first DJ name was. What's your first DJ name, no DJ com- <laughs> No comment. DJ, oh, no comment. Nah. That's pretty dope, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, my my first DJ name was given to me. It was uh, DJ Freaky Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, that. Man. Uh how he now how did they come up with that? Time. How did they come up with that, man? Actually, it came from basketball. Oh, it came really? from basketball. That I I ran the point and people were like, "Oh man, he just freaked y'all." So it, it just came from that. So they start saying, "Oh, that's freaky tie." Mm. Well, I kind of that's a pretty good nickname for like ladies night and shit. Like, oh, yeah. DJ Freaky <laughs> Tie going to be there. It's going to be on, dog. Yeah. Well, uh, I I ain't up getting a gig. Um, at this like elementary school, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to change my name." <laughs> oh, man. oh, that got to change. <laughs> that's when I knew. I that's when. Yeah. That's yeah. when he was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute now." Okay, I DJ freaky tie around the kids' social man. That's right. it's not gonna go down. <laughs> when you have like fourth graders coming up to you, it's like, "Hey, Mister Freaky Tie." <laughs> Mr. Freaky, yeah. uh, could you play my jam for me? Yeah. Right. Oh man, well that that's cool, man. Um, it's it's good to uh you know to finally hear hear you speak up, man. You kind of like the Jerobi of their podcast, where right, you just, right. <laughs> it's like uh, Ali Shahid Muhammad for Tri Call Quest just show up in some headphones and chill right. out on the couch. Um, right. But uh, all right, man. Uh, we got questions for y'all because you know we we never had y'all on the show before, and I'm sure our audience is getting introduced to everybody for the first, first time. time. So we got questions about you know the podcast. We got questions about just life in general, everything that's going on with y'all. So um, 
Karen, I don't know if you want to start or you want me to start. Yeah, I, it doesn't I, matter. I, I can start. Whose okay. whose idea was it to even start y'all podcast? Uh, that was me, man. Um, I was just, I was just, t- I, I talked to Javon about a podcast for like three, four months. Like we'd be hanging out, like, man, we should do a podcast. He'd be like, all right. <laughs> Javon be like, all right. And I was like, no, for real, we gonna really do one. He's like, all right, what is it? Let me when you get it set up. And then I hollered at Reminisce, and I was like, you know, he was like, dude, that'd be dope. And we was like, we can have somewhere we can play some hip hop. You know, give other artists a chance and new good music a chance. And then I had everything set up, and I was like, "Hey, Javon, we got the podcast." He like, "For real?" And I was like, "Yeah, what day you want to do?" And at first we was doing it on Mondays, so then we changed to Tuesdays, and then <clears throat> things just picked up, man. And you know, it's just been picking up. Now, what's y'all's uh, setup, man? Like, how do y'all record? Because you know, from what I can tell, y'all all get together in a room at least uh, to uh, once a week. You have guests. Like, how how does that setup work? Well, that's how you said it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how you just said it. We all, we come to the studio. It's a studio. DJ Reminisce has a studio, um, over here at this place. He had a pretty nice spot. And we all come down here and, um, you know, we had a guest come through and it's like, right, just what you said. It's a room, um, like, you know, a regular studio set up. And how, we how all do y'all, favorite. how do y'all book your guests? Like, cause I noticed y'all have, you know, all, people from all walks of life on there, a lot of comedians, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, how do you guys book your guests and what makes you, de- how do you decide who will be an interesting guest for your show? Uh, we harass people on Twitter, <laughs> probably more than anything. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we, I, I'll say we pretty, we, I mean, I don't say we harass. No, but we'll, we'll, we'll just start bombarding. You're like, you're like, hey, you gonna come on our show? Yeah. And then, like, you know, we kind of, then, like, I'll tag him in it, and then he'll retweet it and talk to him, too. So it's putting kind of pressure on him. And then, usually, we get some DMs and go back and forth. And we just kind of try to keep it balanced with women, men, different walks of life, different things. And Javon get all the comedians, so that's yeah, all yeah, him yeah. all day. He know every comedian, so. Mm. We yeah. try to get some. I know we get, try to talk to a couple people, and some people try to act like they just don't. They, they doing something. They might be yeah. busy. Like, you ain't doing shit. Hey, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, oh, you, oh, you ain't, oh, yeah, yeah, you can cuss, we're gonna cuss yeah. like a motherfucker in a yeah. minute, yeah, okay. you ain't seen nothing yet, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't been cussing already, yeah, oh, we're gonna say nigga a lot, too, yeah, nigga, 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 yeah, okay, well, I, 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 right, I'm gonna say nigga, shit, <laughs> yeah, there you go, loosen up, uh, okay, I, I, I tried to pause, right, I, I ain't know, so yeah, you gotta find out, it's a I good, said motherfucker <laughs> on, on, on stage at the clean show, on <laughs> no, look, for real, because I did, I did great up to the motherfucker. Like, I'm talking about, I did a totally clean set, and, and it's not hard for me to do a clean. Like, I do clean comedy, but it, this particular show, I was so into one of my jokes. The joke, I always say motherfucker, like in the joke, and I end up saying motherfucker. People, they, they, the people weren't even mad. They laughed super hard. At so like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. you so you say you work clean. Yeah, I do clean. I do whatever. Like I do all okay. rooms. Like so, if somebody has a clean show, I do Christian shows. I do. When you yeah, do a Christian show, I did. I did, did Friendly Temple. <laughs> like <laughs> you didn't do Friendly Temple, did you? Like three weeks ago. Yeah. What do you talk about at, at a Christian? At a Christian. I, go, I got jokes about church. I got jokes <laughs> about kids. Why don't you invite us to them? Cause I don't want y'all to come in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's now? What is the difference between you know? All right, I'm about to go do a Christian show. show. Like, what material are you breaking out? You know, uh, is it the normal material without the cuss words yeah, or what? Jesus with the. Sandals. I mean, you said what's the difference between like doing a, a Christian show versus a regular show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Hennessy. <laughs> okay. Hennessy. Right, cool. You can't. You can't drink like. Because <laughs> if you drink before you go up at a Christian show, you gonna slip up and cuss, man. You gonna so <laughs> don't drink. Don't drink and go up at a church show. So, 
But yeah, no, I would say it's pretty much the content, your content, and just you know what you're talking about. Man, you can't go. I don't. I don't see comics before. I tell them, hey, we doing a clean show, and the comic could go up and don't cuss at all. But I had a comic go up and talk about orgasms, women. When y'all about the climax, I'm like, dude, it's kids. And I, I told him, I said, there's kids out there. He's like, but I didn't cuss. I was like, okay, you retarded a little bit. Like, for real. Just a little slow. Yeah, I, I um, I always wondered that because one thing I do find um. With like a Christian audience and whatnot, and and just especially black people in general, you can pick on church. Mm-hmm. Like they don't mind making jokes. Like everybody is kind of okay with making jokes about church and and how the pastor acts and how other people act and just you know how long church is, how hot it is, the you know the the feed uh, or the ties for you know the building fund that you've been doing for forty years, like that type of shit, man. Everybody can laugh at that. So it's kind of like an odd line where I always wonder, like you know, do you really even have to limit your material as far as? joking on the audience or is it more like okay don't talk about like you said don't talk about women orgasming and shit like that uh okay yeah i would say i would say yeah pretty much i mean you don't have to limit what you can say about the audience no definitely not um yeah I mean, you know you might not want to go too hard at an audience like a church audience like that because they gonna the church audience gonna pretty much laugh at anything that's funny you know they ain't gonna there's no like you don't have to really sense. I mean, now you got to sense yourself, but you don't have to like hold back. Like I don't want to offend, because like most of the time, like even with the one show, like I said, I cursed and I thought I offended them maybe, but then when I heard them laugh, I was like, okay, they kind of took it all in. So at the church show, they, I mean, you can joke with them and stuff. They ain't like super uptight like that. Cool. Um, I also heard you talk about tough rooms before, man, and I, I think um, you know, you say you out of St. Louis, so you you do a lot. You probably do a lot of black rooms, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, I definitely do a lot, a whole lot of urban rooms. Man. And the, and the urban, like I like that. Uh, black people's, uh, whenever there's time for some comedy, the attitude is so much more combative than white people because it's yes. like, ha, ah, nigga, you better be funny. Like it's some, yeah, like, like you better make me laugh. Yeah, it's some, it's some more like if yeah. if, if I'm not laughing, we might have you might not yeah, get out of here. Issues. So <laughs> I like when you, I heard you talking about tough rooms, man. Do you pride yourself? On working the tough rooms in, in cities and stuff? Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. That's like, shoot, that's like you, you, you fighting amongst, like the audience is like a, a, an opponent, you know what I'm saying? So we got to go out there and deliver some hard punches. And like, yeah, if I feel like if I can hold my own against the audience and know how to take punches, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, a hard audience and I hold my own and I, and I continuously do it and I'm consistently funny. Yeah, I definitely take pride in it. So I think between like St. Louis and Chicago, like, them two cities like pretty much like bred me into being and it's like they still helping me like I, like I, I love performing in both of those cities like St. my city and Chicago so I would say like as far as comedy man like I love those type of crowds because they make you work and if you're not funny sometimes they don't even boo you they just stare at you and that's worse than a boo <laughs> if you tell your best joke and somebody just look at you in your oh, face man. You, know, you know what I'm saying you ever had a, a a room that you was like, man, I don't know if I'm getting out of here. You ever got that rough? Ever got that rough? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> got that rough before. <laughs> and that's the one where you stay in the back of the club until the host leave. You leave with the host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all comics are better oh, than me, man. Like people, yes. people will tell me like, "Hey, man, you funny. You should do stand up." And but I'm like, have y'all talked to any? Um, any stand-up comedian? Cause that shit sound hard, dog. Yeah, yes, Everyone got a story where they didn't get, get paid, paid and yeah, they drove somewhere. That's and they, what I was gonna ask you. Has Has there ever been a situation where you didn't get paid? 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Nigga, no. If that shit ever happened to me at like my job job, well, they were just like, hey, we ain't what? paying today. Somebody got to die, man. What? Like, you, you know what? Man. See, I, see, I. I know I'm not about that life because one time they screwed up at my job where instead of stretching it two weeks, they stretched it one week. And Ooh. I called BB&T and I talked to the lady. I think the lady started operator started laughing at me on the phone because I, I, I looked online. I was like, OK, this ain't right. I said, let me call a person to be sure something ain't right. I was like, hello. I was like, uh-huh. I was like, can you check my balance? I was like, is that it? You don't see nothing else pending? Nothing else posting? Ooh. Nothing else coming? She was like, no. I was like, okay, I'm about to get off the phone with you and go upstairs and see what's up with my money. Right, right. And then you got serious. You got serious. Hey, for real. When you, when people play with your money, that bring out a whole deal. You, you wasn't even a serial killer at first. But then. No, it across your mind. Right. For real. It changed you, man. When people play with your money, like, come on, man. Give hey, my Jamal, money. you had that one show when you first started when I went to Chicago and saw you, did you get paid that night? Uh, I don't think I got paid. I'm saying I think I just was stopping through there. You talking about Giovanni? Giovanni, it was a pizzeria. Yeah, that he I was in Chicago. He's like, hey man, I'm performing, man. Come through. I was like, all right. So you know, you put the little. Uh, it was before uh, GPS was really popping. So you put in your little Google Maps yeah. on your little busted uh little phone. And I'm like, okay, hold up, man. This is not looking uh yeah. too much of an area that a comedy show should. <laughs> So I was like, hold up. No, I kept walking by like, man, I'm I'm somewhere where the address is. And I was like, man, it don't look like no comedy club. He's like, no, you in the right spot. Right. You in the right spot. You definitely yeah, was in the right a, spot. A lot of those people uh, will try to convert some shit into comedy. Like, it's like, hey, man, come do this comedy. It's like, where's the room? Uh, it's all you can eat buffet. It's like, well, nigga, that, yeah, nobody gonna, laughing with a yeah, uh, face full of fries. No, you're going to be in the yes. back with the cooks while they frying fish around you right. while you trying to get ready. So, um, all right. So, you know, you done the stand up um, at a place like that. Now, do they pay you in food or money? Like, how does that work? Dude, I don't have, hey, quiet is kept. I don't have people tell me before, like, no, nah, I, I like when they tell me ahead of time, like, yeah, man, give me a choice. I'm saying, just give me an option. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody, I had somebody tell me ahead of time, hey, man, we can't, we don't have no money, but like, you know, uh, you know, I can definitely get you on your food and stuff like that. That's my, like, you know, okay, yeah, I do it. Like, right. I, most, sometimes I will, like, I'm a I, niggas. I'll be hungry, so, right? Yeah, I'll probably still do it. But at least they're but, being straight up with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and you I know what? Have, like with comedians, part of uh, it's like a sickness to a certain extent. You want to get on the stage, like you, you like you do want to. Like it's why comedians will sometimes be like, "Oh, I didn't get paid for that, but I got to work on my material. I got to, you know, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this joke to go over and all this shit. Or, or, or like you said, you pride yourself on a tough room. It's like, ain't nothing tougher than niggas eating sweet rolls and, <laughs> and, and fried <laughs> chicken. Sweet rolls. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, we down south. Be good than the mud, don't they? Right. Yes. They do, man. That butter on them. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, man. So I think there is something to it, man. Now, now speaking of trying to get, get the word out there, um, Daryl, man, as a writer. You, I know you also feel compelled to to write, man. Now, how long were you doing your thing before you really start getting recognized as, as a writer? Um, you know, by a place like Black Enterprises and stuff like that. I, I tell people all the time, man. I was just, I was, I'm a nerdy dude. Like I Google every possibility of how to promote yourself through a blog. So I was reading everything. I was signing up every search engine possible for blogging. Mm-hmm. So like it was just. I guess it was easier for people to find my material because I put myself in 50 search engines, literally went to every one of them, AltaVista, Ask Jeeves, everywhere and just researching and said, okay, 
I ain't got to be the best. I just got to outwork everybody else and being smarter to getting the word out there about my stuff. Mm. So really, I just out hustled and just tried, just try to find different places, different ways. I mean, I was like putting them up random places, changing my name and, and then commenting up under it and on some random message board. Like, yeah, man, this dude flat up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. Hey, this is the first time I ever told people that, though. I just sign up on people's message boards, and I act like I'm a part of the community for, like, maybe five, ten comments, and I just start putting my stuff up. <laughs> that's that's tight, though. You infiltrate from the inside. You're, like, yeah, so I, I mean, I comment on random stuff about superheroes, you know, Walking Dead, whatever. And then I was like, yeah, man, you seen this one dude? Man, this shit kind of fly, though, man. I was I ran across on the Internet. Now, uh, go ahead, Javon. Go, oh, go ahead, Javon. Yeah, I found the Walking Dead board, though, recently, so. So now you, so, oh, so now you, now do you watch The Walking Dead or you just yeah, on that? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm a big Walking Dead fan. Okay, I thought you might have just been on there pretending and shit like, yeah. oh, no, let me guess. No, 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 I'm actually having conversations and then I'd be like, man, did you see this? Man, this dude is talking about T-Dog dying. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead, man. If you watch it, you better die. Like, oh, no, no, I watch it, watch it. Like, I mean, I watch it, watch do it. Do you watch it? I watch yeah, it, watch I, it. You I, know, I, we talked about it on the show. Do you know who Shane is? Yeah, I know Shane. He already got killed. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm about to say you mess with them with them real Walking Dead fans like me. The people that done read all the comics up to date and watch the I show. I bootleg the comics online and read the comics through the bootleg online. Mm-hmm. Yep, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Illegal <laughs> or not, just shit, I need to need to mainstream that shit right away. Um, yes. now the other thing too, man. Um getting recognition writing and stuff like that how long have you just been writing like have you been writing all your life is some or you just one day you decided man i got important shit to say everybody needs to read it well i started writing really like in the high school but i would i wasn't good like at all and um i got to college and um i went to a regular you know 10 percent black people university you know no mm. all white people and like two or three negroes like to the point where you would say hi to every black person because you didn't see that many black people. Like, it was, like, a, really a disrespect if you didn't give them a head nod. Right, yeah, so like, yeah. It's like the... Yeah, uh, you, would, you would actually avoid some black people for you wouldn't have to... You just didn't feel like talking that day because it was so many, not many black people. So you'd be like, man, I don't even feel like talking. I'm going to take another way. Because you could see them from far away because it's Iowa. I went to school in Iowa. So you could see people like... Dang, there go Craig, man. <laughs> I don't even like talking to him for real. And some niggas, <laughs> some niggas try to turn it into the Black Highlander shit, where it's like yeah. it can only be one. one. I already got you my white what? people. It's like that though. That, that that's a real life thing though, and that's I think that's throughout life though. It's like the Black Highlander though. I was I actually uh, started to write a post on that on how like we treat each other like it's Black Highlander, like in corporate America, yeah. regular things. Like it's only could be one Black podcast, only could be one Black blogger, <laughs> yeah. one Black comedian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, like I've always been an inclusive person, like in my personality, my mm -hmm. life. So it's like I the the thing that used to kill me though is I would invite brothers out, man, because uh, I would hang out with these white people. I went to an HBCU, so I really yeah. ain't have white friends till I was probably like twenty three. Yep. Yeah, my lady like went to HBCU, so yeah. So you know, I was like getting by without white people. I was doing just fine. Yeah, we all and we I, all looked alike, <laughs> so so you know it was black folks everywhere. I went to school like yeah, you can teach and you don't need a white man to tell you shit. I'm yeah, I'm in. So, um, you know, we, we get out, man. I, you know, I'm just getting into like the white world of friendship and shit and the social circles and stuff like that. And, you know, I would invite my black friends out like, hey, man, let's go out here, man. These white folks is giving us free drinks because they feel kind of guilty about slavery and they paying for wings, man. <laughs> and we'll go out there, man. And dudes will come out like two times and be like, man, I don't want to go no more, man. I'm like, why not? This shit fun. And it, it is like this feeling of like it, it's two black people and it just don't feel right if it was one 
that's okay but two black people at the table for some reason was too awkward man i, I don't get it and, and you know what and I, and I think for a lot of roderick's white friends i think i'm the only black female that a lot of them know and so a lot of and times, that's a whole nother thing though man and i think yeah. that i mean I, I tell i tell girls all the time i think I, to me personally this is my personal opinion I think it's harder to see black women at diverse places than it is black men. Yeah. Like, you can True. go to a random white bar and see a couple of brothers in there, maybe. But, like, black, black women really want to be in a black spot, like, more than black men do, I think. Yeah. Like, I like, like I've heard black women be like, it was all white people there. Why you invite me? And I'm like, well, dang, we was just chilling. Like, okay. <laughs> and, and you know like, what? they got to be getting a holler. It's got to be a dude looking like Michael Jai White trying to holler at them or something. It's gotta be <laughs> and, you know, as, I guess as you get older and you mature, it doesn't bother me um, anymore. Because at first I used to, used to be like that. But then I was like, you know what? Shit, I got the right to be in here. You know me like everybody else in they're, they're people like everybody else, and I think that sometimes black folks gotta gotta tap that white part of them to be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna hang around everybody." Right? You know, but for some reason, black folks has kind of been ingrained in them. Don't go over there with the white folks. You might get beat. You might get shot. You might get stabbed. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> so a lot of people really grow up with that fear of not wanting to branch out. But I tell you, Roger's white friends are like the best best white people i've ever met in my life because they are good yeah, and they are because rod one of Roger's friends <laughs> he picks some good one of Roger's friends had a jewish wedding first ever jewish wedding so i got to see the mazel Tov and all that good stuff if i'm pronouncing it right and we had a b- best wedding i've ever been to yeah i got some i picked some good white people man that's the thing also i mean it took he years some good white people yeah, yeah. he does they, they are cool man it took years to train them you know what i mean i'm not gonna I, you don't just walk in and, and and immediately start uh you know getting the white people to do what you tell them to it, it takes a while to you know it's like training a tiger or some shit you know you gotta establish dominance and uh look them in the eye let them know you're not scared and uh after a while man you can bring your other black people around man they they just never trust me that uh that it was gonna be okay it's like they always thought the white people was gonna get drunk and resort to some white people tactics like you know putting their balls on your head and shit yeah, and taking yeah. pictures and but, putting it on facebook yeah we're smart we we know to leave before it gets to that point yeah like you know because i've never been around like i i normally check out i'll be like okay they're gonna be drinking hard I, I tap out because you know what the key is you can't laugh at any of that shit that's the key like the kids, no matter how funny you think it is, if they say some shit like, hey man, we took Coop and we fucking took his clothes off and put him in the sink and took pictures of him with tape on his balls, you can't laugh. You just have to be like, why would y'all do that? Yeah, that's not funny. Then they know not to do it. Why would they do that? You're right. Right. They white. That's why. That's like that's the real answer. They just can't say it. I'll be like, don't do, don't do that to me. And then they don't. Like I wake up and I'm fine, but I look around. It's like y'all really went through everybody's shit. Like why are y'all doing this to each other? I thought y'all were all friends. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I think the, I think the tape on the balls. That's the more serious part about. I like you know. That's what I would be. Yeah, like yeah. Why why did they put tape on my balls? Yeah, and you know what? And I'm not joking. By the way, this this shit happened. There's a picture of Coop in the sink with tape all over him and his balls, and I was just like, I was like, this shit not funny. Like this, like I just I just looked at my white friends like, no man, don't do this to me. Like they they took somebody's car and they like uh put a fucking like uh shaving cream and paint on the shit and like you know like like Jerry sucks dick or some shit. And I was like. And they were like, he can, what? He can go wash it off. He washes right off. I was like, like that's, not, that's funny. not funny. Don't fuck my car up or I'm fucking y'all up. Like, just know that, uh, Ali Ali Oxen Free, I'm out of this game. 
<laughs> yes, and and I th- and I think for me it's 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 a cultural thing, and I had to get so use and open up my mind as far as being around white people because I remember we would sit and they would talk about drug stories and getting high and getting drunk at like young ages and I'm looking like I'm watching Discovery Channel. I'm like yeah. word. Seeing that white wow. privilege up close is a miracle. Like the first time I seen, <laughs> the first time we was hanging out on this rooftop at like this, this cookout thing they were doing and uh Karen was, you know I hang out with these motherfuckers all the time but Karen was just hanging out for that night so she hadn't really seen it in action so it's like literally we went from like them sitting around talking about like you know uh the city of charlotte man really have to crack down on the crime uh you know there's too much there's drug dealing out here there's stuff going on and all this shit and then like two minutes later it's like yeah so you know we were rolling at the club and uh you know i was i was just like i was like two sheets to the wind and i started getting ready to do some so and so karen's like what's rolling and I was like, oh, rolling. We, you know, that's when you like take an e pill, you know, and you get a rave or something. Papa Molly, Papa Molly. Right. This is sweating. Exactly. Yeah. Now he's sweating. Yeah, and so I yeah, had no she, idea. she had no idea. And I was like, see, the thing is, to them, ecstasy or Vicodin, that's not drug dealing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, shit. If 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 it's something other than like a ibuprofen or that tussin, uh, or something the doctor prescribed me, I ain't got no business taking it. But that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> but that was just funny because literally in that like five minutes span, they went from we need to crack down on crime, drugs is killing the community to like, yeah, we was doing ecstasy and Vicodin. And it's like, and I was nigga, so them drugs. Confused. Yes, <laughs> yes. In my mind, I was like, they talking about getting high so casually. I was so confused. Yeah. But I, I love my white friends, and this because they are. Like Gives you an uh, insight to that mind. So, all right, man, let, let's talk about um, the city of St. Louis. Are all y'all in St. Louis, man? Y'all, y'all situated out of there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, do y'all now do y'all have day jobs and your 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 you know your your, your love and your life? Because we we have day jobs in the podcast, yeah. and I know a lot of people out they do comedy, they write, and they have a day jobs. So y'all have to do all that shit too, man. Yeah. Yes, I definitely have a day. Uh, a eighth of five, four, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I'm no. not making Kevin Hart money yet, so uh, yeah, I definitely have a, a daytime job. Also, it helps. Now, do y'all ever had this feeling at work, man? Because I get this shit sometimes, where I'm like, like somebody be like, "Rod, did you get the report in yet? God damn it, it's time!" And I'll be like. I'm the most famous motherfucker in here. Yes. <laughs> like, do y'all no, ever I feel like that? Because y'all, man. okay. Like, I literally, when I was in Black Enterprise, though, the only reason that they, I didn't even want them to know at work. And, like, somebody, and this is the thing, man, white people still read the morning paper, man. And <laughs> other guys, because <laughs> in general, like, older white people, they read it. So, they do. Uh, th- this local newspaper did an article on me and everything since I was in Black Enterprise. And I was like, they ain't going to find out. I ain't going to really even blow it up. I'm just going to come in, I do my job, and I go. And some, and one of the older guys was like, Daryl, <laughs> Black Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn it! They found and out. They, you know why people find out so like they're not they sending out mass emails and Aww. yeah, you know, all kind of stuff and deal and blah blah blah. And it's like, and then like some people like it's so messed up. Like the owner of my company walked past my cubicle at least fifty times and never even acknowledged that I was even at Black Enterprise. <laughs> Didn't send an email. Nothing. I'm looking right at him like, hey, you gonna? You, it's been two days. Right. Everybody else Everybody else sent an email <laughs> at least. Right. Just hey. looked at me like I ain't shit. In my in my old job, I remember when I first uh, did Comic View, 
everybody at the job was excited. You know what I'm saying? For me, like they thought I made it. I did too at that point. I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I, I did like, too that, though. I'm like that's it. I'm I'm off to quit. But now I wasn't able to straight quit. I remember people was like, uh, they told my one manager. They was like, oh my god, Javon, he made it on BT Comedy View. The manager was like, well, where where is that at? Like he like, where is it? Like, <laughs> Damn, where, where is it? <laughs> Not what is it? Where? <laughs> It's like, is that uptown? Was the BET coming? Yeah, yeah I, I always worry about that, man. Like, someone found out about my podcast at work, and um, that shit turned into like a, a, a escape slave trying to like what? talk somebody out of, mm. into the letting them into the underground railroad. Because I was I, like, I keep, I keep that shit top. I was like, come on around here, like don't <laughs> don't, don't don't talk to it out. Don't whisper. Is this, this is white guy? And then, then you got people. Everybody saying, like, oh, you got all this traffic at your blog. So everybody like, well, you know what? How did you do it? Like everybody be like trying to find me walking out to the parking lot because I don't talk to nobody at work. Like yeah, I really me neither. Don't, I don't talk to other black people. Me neither. Yeah, I give them the head now. They'll see me hanging out somewhere else, and I'll talk to them. I'm like, dude, I just don't like being there. I don't even like to talk to nobody. For real. <laughs> it's not you. So, yeah, it's I just, not you, I just, man. I just do, <laughs> not even you. Do yeah. the job and go home. I, no, I, but this one guy's like, man. So how do you set up this? And this? he was on me. He was like, man. Okay, I'm setting up this site. I'm gonna be selling Gillette razors. Was, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> <hell. Do> <laughs> and it was like, come up with this whole plan. He's like, you know what? Matter of fact, I'm gonna leave your cubicle right now. I'm gonna catch you outside in the parking lot. So you know what I did? I went around the long way to the back to another area to my car. And I saw him at the door waiting for me. Like, I had to be, like, spotting it, like, jump behind cars. Because he was looking like, I'm looking for him, I'm looking for him. Like, he was looking around, looked back inside to see if I hadn't came out yet. <laughs> whoop your ass one day. You get like that. That, that's what I did. And I've, and I've already uh, told Roderick, and I've said it before, and I said it again. The day my black ass can leave that, I'm going to dug it all the way out the front door. Yeah, I, I like, not, when people come over and ask me about shit like the podcast or the blog or Twitter, mm. I just start, like, blinking to them in Morse code or writing secret, <laughs> writing shit down, like people recording me, like, you know, on a, on a notepad. You listening. On a notepad, I'm writing down, like, not here and shit like that. <laughs> like, I'm not having this conversation at work because I'm not, like, one person, like, they were proud of me, man, and it's fucked up because, you know, they're they were like damn you never talk at work man you got this podcast it's fucking you know it's, it's pretty famous and motherfuckers know about it man you should be telling everybody i was like no mm-hmm. no you stop know, talking to me you know and and, <laughs> and and even when we got the uh stitcher awards i was like damn it i hope nobody finds out about this and says nothing. yeah congrats on that too <laughs> Ah, uh, thanks, man. Congrats on that. Appreciate it. But the it, thing man. is, though, that y'all have an like, actual cartoon, though, for y'all. Thing, so nobody can really figure that out. Has anybody figured it out? Like, that's a dude from the cartoon. Not mm-hmm. yet. The, the <laughs> shit that people figure out is always some. It's always some shit you forget. Like, why did I friend my coworker on Facebook? Oh or, no, no, I you know, don't like, do that. Like, uh, I have a group on my Facebook that's just coworkers, and that that group can't see anything I post. Other, like, I have to pick like one post a month where I say some old bullshit. I say some old bullshit like, uh, like. Like, uh, the weather outside is frightful. Let us know. And then send. And then I switch that shit back to private. Like, you know, just think I'm lame. And uh, every once in a while, like, I would forget to set it back. And then, like, because <laughs> somebody would be like, hey, man, what's the black guy tips? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Not here. <laughs> Come on around the house. Um, so, yeah, man, it's crazy having a, a full time man and, and dealing with that now. Um. Also, man, I noticed that uh, y'all get a lot of shout-outs from my man, Mr. Moody. 
Um, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Yeah, Moody's yeah, neighborhood. Yeah, we love Mr. Moody. Like, how did y'all? Yeah, Moody's a crazy dude, man. That's a crazy dude, man. I fucked with him, no man. Oh man, yeah, he's oh, he's a character, a man. Yes. Like, uh, uh, people don't know, man, but after he was on our show on our podcast, he talked to us for like another what, Karen? Two hours, maybe. Yeah, but and, and by the time I we was got on, Mr. Moody for four hours one time, man. I, I ate. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> for what? Like, cause he was just talking. He's like, man, I'm just trying He's to put the best. Oh, Teddy's here. <laughs> Teddy just walked in. Oh, man. cool, man. And he brought the liquor like I text him to do. Mm. That's what it. That's it's me and Teddy's birthday week, y'all. Yeah, oh, happy, happy birthday, fellas! Happy yeah, birthday. Teddy's the 11th. I'm the 14th. That's Boom. what's up, man. Well, what sign yeah. is it right now? Sag is them Sag's the best sign of them all. Sagittarius. Yeah. Okay. I hear you playing. I hear you. Um, yeah, Mr. Mr. No, but no, but Rob, to your, your other question, though, going back just a little bit, though. Yeah. Like with the writing thing, though. And this is something I don't know if you've seen in podcasting, too. It seems like it's like Highlander, man. Like when I first got into blogging, I, I feel like I'm the Barack Obama of blogging, man. <laughs> and this is, and that it's not because like I did anything new. Right. The fact because I, and when I write my post, I try to think about it from both sides. Mm-hmm. So I end up getting both sides of people mad at me at the end of the day. Like people that were either for some or against them because I'm in the middle. I'm like, well, yes. it is another way of thinking about it. Dude. And you have a lot of the bloggers that are clickish. It's clickish as fuck. Re- you know what? Reasonable is the hardest path. Like it, like honestly, man, I look at people's blogs and I'll see them say something ridiculous, stupid and ratchet. And it's so dumb that everybody clicks on it. And I'm like, yeah. damn, man, that's the easiest path right there. Like, we should be naming our podcast shit like, you know what? Black women are all ugly. And then just like 100,000 people will go fucking get the podcast to hear if we said that shit. Even, you know, just because it's so inflammatory. But, you know, when we, when I, when we name the podcast something like, uh, if black women are ugly, why are there 97 versions of booty talk? That, that, that people just go, that's a, that's a good point. And then they <laughs> never click on it. Yeah, it's, it's in a hundred now. That was like yeah. a couple years ago when we wrote that. But, yeah. um, you know, it's like the reasonable shit don't make it where it's like, you know, Barack Obama's doing a pretty good job. That, that, that's not going to make it. If I would have been like, he's a coon sellout and he needs to go, everybody be like, click, click, click. I like. <laughs> yeah. Let me email this dude. Let me share somebody with somebody. Mm-hmm, I told y'all. <laughs> follow him on Twitter. To this day, my number one blog post I ever wrote is, um, a satire of another blog, like somebody wrote, um, eight reasons to date a white man or some dumb shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that was on Madam War. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote a post, it was called eight reasons, uh, not to date a black, I mean, uh, to date a white woman. And, um, it was, and it was all satire and ridiculous shit. Like they said, like, you know, like white women love dogs and they don't even kiss them in the mouth, like stupid <laughs> shit like that. And that's our biggest post. And it's mostly cause people first click on it. Like this motherfucker, let me, Oh, he joking. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I'm not going to leave a comment or share this. Like this, that kind of shit is what spreads, man. But, um, so, uh, is Teddy on the mic yet, man? Or yeah, on our ears. All right. Hey, what's hey, up family? What's, what's up, up, Teddy, babes? man? Um, First of all, I'll, I'll, how come no, nobody named Teddy? How come y'all don't go by Theodore, man? I think Theodore is a doper name. Uh, because I'm the fourth, so there's three uh-huh. other Theodores. So, like, during Christmas, everybody says Theodore and all of us turn around, but don't nobody want to do the chore, so uh-huh. I'd just rather be Teddy. Okay, I feel you then. That, that's actually a good reason, because I, I like Theodore as a name. Nobody goes by that shit, um, I guess. And nobody goes by Theo since, you know, Michael Jamal Warner fucked that up. Um, so, uh... <laughs> 
So Teddy I man, be related to uh, homeboys in space. That's also another. <laughs> we, don't we all pretend that didn't happen? Hey, so Teddy man, like what? Um, like what do you do, man? Because I know that Javon's a comic. I know Daryl's a, a writer. Uh, Teddy, Pink what oil moisturizing. <laughs> That's my side hustle. Apparently, I secrete pink oil moisturizer. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we heard you were a born again virgin. That's what what the slander was before you That's got here. See, that's man. what I'm saying. Like this, this is why you don't Darryl, share information Darryl. with your closest people because they be the first ones to throw some shit out there. Throw no, you on the chopping don't, block. Don't say that. No, not Javon. Not Javon. Exclude Javon. Include Daryl. <laughs> Usually by himself when he does it. It doesn't even matter. We we be at communion. Hey, Father, you know that Ted is also a virgin like yourself. Why don't you go ahead and pass one to oh white Lord. And, and, then, and then a priest be like, man, your dick ain't getting wet at all. He smashed these little boys in the back before uh, service. It's like you. It's like, look, man. I know I'm to tell people not to break no commandments, but you can make an exception just one time. Yeah, Damn. Right. Stop all this. Then, right? then a priest start putting your uh, your business out there. He be telling the congregation, "Y'all know this nigga dick ain't getting wet at, at all." <laughs> <laughs> Everybody jump your hands and let's say a prayer for this young brother. Now, how did Te- Teddy? How did you get involved with the podcast, man? Like, what was what was uh how what was your interaction, man? Were you part of the brainchild that brought this up? Like, you know, how'd you get in? So, me and Daryl. We the king of brainstorming and never following through on shit up until recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been boys since all the way back. Uh, third grade. Yeah, third grade. Uh, Javon and Daryl were actually in the same class, and I was a class above them. And uh, we've just been homeboys ever since then. So, like, one of these days, Daryl was like, you know, I'm feeling about writing. And then he started his blog, so he kind of started building momentum. He was like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing a uh, uh doing a, a podcast mm-hmm. i was like for real i was like you think people really want to hear you talk and he was <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, he's like, I think i got you know interesting viewpoints so we just start kicking around ideas and he was like so we're gonna need to add some uh some comedic stylings to the show so automatically javon came in and then it just kind of kicked off from there like because this the stuff that you hear on air now is basically how we talk when we're not on the air. Like this is these yeah. this is actually everyday conversations, regardless. You can tell, man. Yes, like I think can. that's what makes it good is yes. uh, I feel like if the mic was off, y'all would still be talking like that, and that's what is to me. That's the difference between podcast and radio, and that's why I prefer listening to somebody's podcast, yes, man. Yes. I, I don't feel like y'all are on quote unquote where y'all are being funny, but it's not. Some forced ass shit or like, you know, a drop in between every other, you know, word and sh- where it's like, you know, uh, yeah, man, I was telling Teddy this, show enough, ha ha ha, you know, I feel, <laughs> show enough. <laughs> it feels natural, man, and that, that's, that's what uh, I think, that's the reason that I don't feel like, uh, I think Daryl was saying earlier about the whole Black Highlander thing. Mm-hmm. I never feel threatened by another show or like it's a competition because nope. you can't fake authenticity, man. Man, no, you, um, you know, as a comedian, I'm sure Javon can relate. The one thing nobody can copy is you. They show can't. So, you know, they, they can steal your joke. They can like you can. Exactly. No. They can steal your material, but, you know, they can't live your life. They can't get up there and do it the way you do it when you're telling the truth, you know. Um, but anyway, man, um, first, just thanks for doing the show, man. We Thank got, you. Uh, we got more segments to come, man, but um, this probably been one of our longest intros ever because I still ain't introduced <laughs> the, the show. Yeah. Damn, Damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm 30 minutes late. I thought I Everything. Yeah, yeah, we did, we did a lot of we did a lot of interviewing before saying, uh, "Yeah, this is the Blackout Tips podcast, man." And uh, you can find us 
a bunch of places you can go to the blackouttips.com in case you wonder what you're listening to yeah go to the blackouttips.com you can check out the about section for all the contact information uh you know and if you're too lazy to do that shit the phone number 704-557-0186 704-557-0186 leave us a voicemail throughout the week talk to us live saturday mornings when we do our feedback show email the show the blackout tips at gmail.com of course karen and i we're also on stitch uh, on uh twitter i'm rodimus prime i am say that again that as in d-a-t the show twitter is tbgwt uh man we got a facebook page we got a tumblr we got, got google plus google plus we got all this stuff you guys are on social media you're listening to this you probably own somebody's uh you own an iphone or you stole somebody's iphone whatever i'm not judging no i'm just saying go sign up for all this shit that we do um you can also do stuff like go to the store you can donate from the blackouttest.com you can vote in the polls you can leave comments on the episode right now we're having uh award nominations for the first time ever uh if you want to go nominate your favorite uh guest on the podcast uh favorite interview that we've ever done uh you know funniest random thought all these things that we do every week uh just go to the blackout tips and you can search the tippies or awards or you mm-hmm. can just click on the first page and um nominate people all kinds of people are getting nominated yes, and um it's really cool man to know that people are going through 300 episodes to be like this is the moment that was the funniest like this is what i love yeah that's real fanship and uh we appreciate that man you can leave us a five-star review on itunes and we promise we'll read it on the show no matter what you say as long as it's five stars so if you want to say some mean shit put five stars on it i I don't give a fuck you put one and a half we ain't reading it yeah so five stars only uh and then you can tell me go fuck myself Mm -hmm. and the show ain't funny and you hate it and it can only be one black podcast and it's yours and i'll read that shit i don't mind i'll read an art i'll read an ad i don't give a fuck nope um you can also um do stuff like uh subscribe by putting your email on the blackouttest.com and uh you get a, a, a update every time we post something or put a new episode up um and vote in the poll, stuff like that. Do all that good stuff, man. TheBlackoutTest.com. Of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, Extreme. sir. <laughs> and today's podcast is double-sponsored. Woohoo! Um, today's podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions on iTunes and Amazon.com. If you don't want to screw around with buying our crap off of our website, this is in the copy. <laughs> this, this is, is what the they, best. This is what they want me to say about their product. It's like, yeah, just call it crap. Uh, yeah, tell people don't screw around. Yeah, that's fine. Um, if you don't want to screw around with buying our crap off our website, all you need to do is search iTunes for John Fouts. That's F-O-U-T-Z. Alexa Yeems, A-L-E-X-A and Yeems. Y'all, everybody knows she's been on the show multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, many people was waiting on her to be legal and shit. Uh, that was creepy. But yes. yeah, so y'all can go find her. Lindsay <laughs> Kilgore. Uh, search Amazon.com for Gina Simon, John Fouts, Alexi Means, or Lindsay Kilgore. Um, and um, the audio plays will pop up. Um, by the way, their next release in those arenas will be Lisa. 
Odom. That's y'all all know Lisa Odom because if you listen to the show, you hear her every show when she says, "I listen to the Black Eyed Tips because Rod and Karen are hot." That's her. Odom. Uh, you can get Lisa Odom's Lisa Sane Odom's greatest hits. Uh, they'll drop in about a week. Um, and you can also look me up on iTunes too. Um, so oh shit, you on iTunes? Yeah, you know niggas. You know how niggas do, man. You know yeah. when you be voice acting and shit. You know. I mean, I ain't brag. I'm just you know yeah, how niggas do. You know, yeah. I ain't, you know, we ain't bragging. We, we number one, we day, um, highest selling, you know, you know. Yeah, you know, sometimes you, know, you be the, hey. the highest selling voice, uh, actors and shit, you know. Yeah, but with, with just me and you cussing you at the drive through Yeah, summer. sometimes you gotta let your wife cuss you out to sell <laughs> some shit and it just has to happen that way. Um, and then of course we have another sponsor, but this is way more sexier, um, yes. of a sponsor. So let me play some sexy music for all the ladies out there. That's right, it's Christmas hey. time. Mm-hmm. Unwrap your package this Christmas. Fellas and ladies, are you fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new tour or adult movie? You better be. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Or by the fireplace? Or by the fireplace. Hey. Are you looking to warm your chestnuts on her open fire? Well, <laughs> here is an offer you won't be able to refuse. Nope. You go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only you get 50% off of just about any item. Yes, sir. You wrap that up. You put that under the tree and you say, open this before the kids uh, get up. Because <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you tie a ball around that dude. Don't be like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go to the room for the kids. Wake up. Yeah. Don't open that stocking, mm-hmm. Junior. That's not for you. <laughs> I know. But that's not all. Oh, no. You also get. In addition to 50% off of just about any item, three, count them, three free adult DVDs of slow motion sex from white people in period pieces. Oh, yeah. Having sex in costumes and shit. HD and everything. Yeah, I'm sure right now they're probably sending out Christmas DVDs and parodies and shit. It's professional, y'all. I'm talking about multiple camera setups. Not that uh, DJ Yella um, porn that you used to get for like two for 20 at the store back in the day. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, I'm not talking about close-ups of the back of Mr. Marcus's balls. I'm talking about professional uh, porn here, people. Plus, you also get a free gift that's so central, they won't let me tell you what it is. And nope. to top it all off, free shipping. Yes, sir. So if you think about it, you only paying for the half off of whatever you wanted and nothing else. Just tax. That's it. So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in the code TBGWT when you go to check out. Get the three free DVDs, free extra gift, Free shipping at fifty percent. Yes. TBGWT AdamandEve.com. I'll tell you, man, black Christmas music, you can fuck to it. I swear you not, can. I'm, I'm serious. Something wrong about that, but that, something right about you know, that. And, and the funny part, they're gonna let it snow when niggas know they don't like to go outside in the snow, but you'll play this right here. Yeah. Well that's what it means. Let it snow outside. Oh, well, I, well I know I'm staying here with me. Yeah, I know I don't like to go out and play in the snow. That shit cold, no. Yeah. Oh man, whatever happened to boys and men? All right, man, we have um some all kinds of stuff to talk about. For the man. record, uh, for the record, though, yeah. uh, Rod, man, we need to have like another like local uh, organization for just black porn, man, where we can just collectively come together. I and agree. Just, yeah. And trade these sites. I have a whole bunch of sites too, and I'll be like, man, I'm listening. I'll be like, dude, man, Rod don't even know about this one. I bet. Yeah. Uh, and, and, well, no, that, that's not. 
Action X, it's not a, like a black porn song. Yeah, but yeah. no, no, I got something that's on the low, though. You got okay. hood, hood Amateurs is my joint. Yeah, that's my yeah, joint. Yeah, we watch yeah. that, too. Yeah, we yeah. own that one, too. Now, Hood Amateurs... The... You ain't get, how you get a virus, Teddy? I build her every day. How you get a virus? Apparently, the, I don't know, maybe my computer's older than yours and can't fight off Trojans as well, but <laughs> mm. mine was a drive-by. I got it from a video. I took, I clicked the video, and the FBI said that they was coming to, coming to lock me up. If oh, I yeah, I've had that before. With a rush card... Or a money pack. Yes. $200 on one of them fucking, uh, money pack cards. Did you do it? <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that, no. that porn, that porn. Why would I pay the FBI with money, with, with a money pack card? That, that porn. porn yeah, that porn. <laughs> <laughs> that porn hijack will turn any nigga into MacGyver, dog. I figured my laptop out in about two seconds. I was like, I looked at it and it was a picture of me looking back at myself. I was like, no one wants to jack off to this. Give me a second. And I figured that shit out. <laughs> I broke, I was doing, uh, coding and everything. I was like, uh, let me put this thing, uh, reboot to the DOS mode. And I figured that shit out, dog. But, uh, you know, yeah. it's funny though, man. You was, one shit you was talking about X hamster and how they should have better suggestions for you, like Google. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was sitting there. I was like, dude, they really do. Yeah, it, yeah, seriously, man, it should be, it should learn you. Mm-hmm. Like every time you look some shit, look, like they you know cl- where I'm going to the black section. They know I'm going right. There. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't show me no flat booty white woman. Yeah, I've had to uh, change my searches now to shit like to shit that I'm that in real life it would sound weird, but I really be, like I like nobody uses the term busty anymore. I I search with busty now. I'm like, I would <laughs> oh, never man. say that That's to a person. Say say, say say that again, dude. Have you ever been? Have you, just for the uh, for the gay shit won't come. Have you just just been searching through, and then oh it'd be God. like the gay stuff be in the regular section? Oh, or, nigga, yes. yes. Don't put glory hole on the fucking no. thing without going to the advanced search filters and taking out gay man. Cause I was just oh. like, oh, like glory hole, cool. That's what's up. I'm about to watch some of that. Shout out to my man Scarfinger, and uh, he put me on. And I was like, yeah, let me check this shit out. And you know, I'm getting like three videos in. I was like, this is some freaky ass. Is that a dick? Dude, that's a beard. What the fuck? <laughs> Who put this on these? Why would I be interested right. in this? Yes, and, and, and this thing on this thing on her fucking bail wolf. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least you wouldn't shot like that time I messed around. I got them ghetto gaggers shit. Yeah, because I went oh. in and, and it was by I, accident. I, I can't jack off the ghetto gaggers. I, I can't. If, you know I what, y'all? Like I'm abusing a woman. Doing yeah, that. yeah. You know what? And 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 I felt like I felt like I was watching rape. Yeah, because you? I was like, oh shit, what is this? Oh my gosh! It's like the, the worst ones. Y'all seen that black on black crime ones? I saw, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, man. That you know what? That shit is for dudes that like don't have a job and then they live with a black woman, but they don't do nothing but play Xbox and she go to work and then they try to like drive her car around during the day and then she come home and she be like, why the fuck you ain't clean up? And she be cussing them out and then when she go to bed, they put that shit on black on black crime and be like, yeah, bitch, this how we do it. I fuck your ass in the mouth. Nothing you can do about this shit. Now who's cleaning up? Take what? that, take that. Yeah. Fuck, fuck. But then, but then the wife come out the bank like, what you watching? He turned off real fast. Nothing. I was sitting yeah. there just looking at this uh, Bible <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just reading. Don't you need to get to bed so you can uh, go to work in, in the morning? Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, and uh, Teddy said this, man, and it gave me a deep thought, man. I don't know if it's deep or just corny, but um, isn't it crazy that in real life you wear a Trojan to get rid of viruses and protect you from viruses, but on the computer, the Trojan is the virus. 
That's Message. deep as fuck. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I need to go find a helmet because he just blew my mind. <laughs> Message. Um, Message. <laughs> but yeah, man, that, that, yeah, we definitely gotta, uh, start some type of underground black railroad of, of porn because, yeah. I, the other thing too is I have my, my, my spots, but I always worry about the blog going down and shit because like I'll have like a blog yeah, where it's like, oh man, it was some great ones, man. Like, yeah. there's one called like zshareporn.net. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that was a great song. I got another Wally. one, though. It's kind of it's some hood cats out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Buddha Bank Productions. Let me write this down. Buddha, Buddha Bank. Bang. I about to say, yeah, Rod. Go ahead and jot that down, sir. <laughs> Have you seen that one, Rod? Buddha Bank Productions. Right, com. Writing it right now. Um, I haven't seen that one. The, the shit that I saw. I don't know, Rod. Teddy just said they got a Kickstarter yeah. program he saw. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Kickstarter, yo. Oh man! Ducks definitely has a Kickstarter. That's what's up, man. Good for them, man. I I need to branch out. The, I might have to support that. Black entrepreneur at his finest. The the worst one I saw oh, lately. Online, oh, that's good. Go ahead. Who's that? Who's that? That's Javon or Teddy? No, go ahead. Oh, hey, no, but I was tripping off of this. Can can I can I with telephones get porn viruses? <laughs> I don't know, but I think about that all the time. You no, know, I I don't think they can for the simple fact that. They don't want your shit to crash. So I guarantee you, they got everything on there possible for your iPhone not to go down or your Android. See, hackers don't give a fuck, man. They'll fuck your shit up for no reason. I worry about that sincerely, dude. That's one of my biggest... I don't go look at porn on my phone because I worry that one day it's going to be that fucking uh, thing that makes the camera turn on and turn towards me and be like, nigga, give me ah! some money or you can't use your oh. phone. <laughs> can't use your iPhone. Yeah, I worry about that yeah, shit. Too. And you go in there with your iPhone at the Apple Store, going, "Can you fix this?" Yo, you, the worst new porn I've been seeing, though, man. I like I watched like two of these. I had to stop because it just was freaking me out. Uh-oh. But have y'all seen the strippers in the hood porn yet? That series? Yes. No. Have, no. 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 And even worse, though, have you seen the dudes actually start their website? They got a website based off the, of the, it. The, he got his own. It's called like Rodney Moore L Moore dot com. And he's like extra, he's like close to gay shit on there, man. And I yeah, was like, okay. oh, what, 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 what did you say the name strippers of the hood? Strippers in the hood. Strippers in the hood. Strippers. It's what's like, that? go ahead, Karen. What the hell happens in this? Okay, it's like male. Teddy <laughs> said, said that's original. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I like, I clicked on it because, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite genres of, of people in life is strippers from the hood. Like, I was like, okay, cool. But it was the dudes that are the strippers. And then the women oh. are just like regular women and shit. Yeah. And then the stripper dudes come in and do like a strip routine. And then they have like this awkward looking sex because it's all like them modeling for the camera now on steroids and shit. And like, it's and like, all, and, and he was like a little bit too happy during anal scenes, man. Like, yeah. he was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, Oh, I want that ass. And, you and know? like, oh, I don't yeah. like, um, and I, I'm sure that, um, uh, you know, I'm not a woman. So maybe that's why it's not for me, but like, there's something weird about about a dude trying to be sexy undressing like when a dude got a thong on it's like the no. too much is going on in this scene like i don't believe she's buying it and i'm not buying it no. <laughs> delete you got a string up in your ass right oh man i was like this uh-uh. i was like do, do women fantasize about that are women sitting around somewhere like Mm-mm. you know what i need a man to come through that door with a thong up his ass that's what i'm into like i don't believe <laughs> it so i that i had to delete it dog like you know that the porn is bad when you've downloaded more than one of them and you do the group delete i was like all these gotta go (laughs) sight unseen just the title alone these niggas are off my hard drive forever (laughs) so yeah that that shit was disturbing 
recently I went up my mom's crib, man. I was uh, I was I was I had thought about looking looking at porn on her computer. I knew it was a bad decision, but I was like, man, I'm over here. You know what I'm saying? Her computer. I know it ain't gonna get no virus oh, on it. Lord. So I actually brought up a website. It instantly, dog. It was like it started downloading. So I don't know what it started downloading, but you know, how you go into panic mode. You got to go into MacGyver mode. You got to survive. All I did was I unplugged the computer out the wall. This shit gonna start right now, Yank. That shit was like cut the green wire uh, in a movie where the bomb's about to go off. It was like, fuck it, cut both. It was like, do I cut the green wire out of blue? Do I cut the green wire out of blue? You just cut them both and shit. I cut both of them. Yeah, dude. That, yeah, man. I, like, I don't watch porn in my parents' crib, but I was just thinking it would be fucked up if you, like, put put the shit in the browser and then it auto-filled the rest. Ooh. <laughs> He's like, let me see, strippers in the, it's all in here. Right, I'd be like, right, dad? Yeah, dad. <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> man, the other thing too, um, oh, man. the other thing that I was remembering too about the strippers in the hood before we move on is that, um, the niggas was too pretty too. That was the other thing that fucked it up. Like, I, I know that people say porn stars are ugly and shit, but I'm just saying like, the, if this is the opposite of the dudes like where it's like you know what let's get the prettiest dudes we can find it's like if this dude got mascara on i don't think i should be watching Damn. him fuck i don't think no, so i'm sorry if your eyebrows uh, if your eyebrows has a prettier arch than mine we right. got issues you still got dominique wilkins s curl in 2012 <laughs> we gotta move on yes, man it's, it's like the time has passed you by bro fox curl <laughs> same eyebrows as carrie hilson <laughs> <laughs> After the scene, they'd sit around in, in the extras. They'd be like, so who did your makeup? Because, uh, brother, that's some good. The arch on your brow is it's good. awesome. Did Tasha do that? Maybe. Or maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you get that waxed? Right. What? Um, yeah, that, that shit was whack, whack, man. Dudes with wax mm-hmm. fever care. No, no oh thanks. Oh, my. Um, all right, man. So, um. I was thinking about, because I was actually listening to your podcast today, and I've been hearing this a lot on different people's podcasts. Apparently, Cat Williams has gone fucking crazy. Insane, ain't it? Yeah, man. Like, he been acting up, Fuck man. and yes. <laughs> so, I was thinking, man, like, Ooh. I think I got to the bottom of this Cat Williams shit, man. I think I figured out what's going on. Cat Williams is living in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> hey. Hey, no, that's a good... That's a good assumption. Hey, for real. Hey, for think real. about think about all the shit that this dude. He's stealing cars. He going in places and smacking people on camera and leaving on a go kart. And like he's and he keep getting out of jail. That's when I was like, yo, he's in Grand Theft Auto because they lock niggas up for long periods of time when they do unorthodox shit like this, yes, like they do. assault and get found with guns and drugs and robbing people and shit. He, he living Wasn't in the game man. for real though. Wasn't he in the game? I, I don't, maybe San Andreas. I don't know, man. Oh wait, no, he was. He was a voice actor. Yeah, yeah. He he's really in that shit. He's yeah, never he came out. In the game. It won't be. Wow. Yeah, he never came out, dog. Uh, I I think Cat Williams is. He- he just recently slapped somebody in the head with a microphone too. Did yeah, you see that? Uh, yeah, at the. Uh... At the actual uh, concert or whatever, his actual performance, he went to the audience and hit that nigga in the back of his head. Yo, somebody got to get him and wake him out of the Matrix because he about to get a prostitute and get out of the car, beat up, and take his money back. And we're going to be like, see, this nigga did think he was in that game, man. We all knew, too. We yeah, all knew. Yeah, dang. Saw them cat. But I hope he get better, man, for real. Just uh, 
I know that the, the, the business can be hard on you mentally, but you know, it's certain things you got to kind of just sometimes take a step back. Like, Hey, with that reset button cat. Yeah. yeah. And I feel bad because the thing about it is that he's at a position where he's a brand. So he fucking up everybody's money that's associated with him. Right. So yeah. when he canceled the concert, nobody gets paid. Yeah. That's just, I don't know, man. I like, I, I, I had to stop following it cause it was depressing me. Like, like, I would be on Twitter and niggas would be like, yo, Cat Williams on a high speed chase in Seattle. I'd be like, uh, just block Cat Williams. Ah. Can I just get Cat Williams out my timeline right now? And I, I feel like we laughing at something and then something real fucked up gonna happen. They'd be like, Cat Williams OD to everybody gonna act sad. And I'm gonna be like, see, niggas, y'all knew, but y'all was trying to laugh. Y'all thought it was too funny to, to take time out and be like, something might be wrong with dude. So. You know, I think I think I think Snoop Snoop Dogg. I think he he was right by going forward and saying like, cat friends got to step up. You know, yeah. flat out like Teddy Daryl Rim like these these like my brother. So if if there's some shit going down where this nigga get on the three wheeler and run from the police, it's the very next hour I talk to him. I'm like, dude, look, you gotta get shit together, man. Right, like, <laughs> exactly. from the police on a three wheeler, dude. Like, what was you gonna go to? Big <laughs> wheel. Like, as I'm yeah, bailing you uh, out, as I'm bailing you out of jail, I'm like, all right, man, now we're going straight to this intervention real quick. Yeah, and we're going to talk. That's what we're going. Because, uh, we, yes. you know, yeah, something's you, going on. You can't be fucking up your life like this. Um, Another joke that uh it was kind of sad, but uh I thought about this. And this is actually kind of a serious point, but it's just going to sound funny. But I, I'm really being serious. Um, There was a, a kid that got shot in, in Florida. And of course, you know, the gas station, uh, he was in the yeah. car. Apparently the music was too loud for some random white dude. And, um, <laughs> his, his ultimate privilege, he decided that all noises needed to be at an appropriate level for him or somebody need to get shot. <laughs> um, so he went over to this car and confronted them. And, you know, uh, long story short, he pulls out a gun and he shoots one of the kids in the car and, uh, the kid died. And, um, turns out he was like, the, the kid with the good GPA, yep. all this stuff, man. Of and, course it is, man. It's just like Dangerous Minds or something, man. And you, of course that's how it goes, right? So I was I was thinking about this, man, because I've 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 noticed this shit my entire life, and I think every black male probably has noticed this shit, especially if you're about something. Stray bullets are attracted to success. <laughs> like it's True. like True. it feels that way dude like i've been in situations like dangerous situations where guns are pulled out and i'm always the one that's like i'm getting the fuck out of here because if it is a bullet fired i'm the smartest one here and that's <laughs> like it's no you gonna get hit yeah no offense to my friends but i need to start hanging out with a better class of people because if someone gets shot they're gonna be like you know what he had a full ride he had a 4.0 gpa yeah he was you and wait and waited it was 5.0 he was a scholar he had an internship at inroads uh we was just selling drugs mostly i mean i don't know why it didn't shoot us we the we started the whole thing it's like we I, asked him to go he said no yeah if you are a, a smart minority or anything listening to this podcast right now hey man hang around some people that are doing better than you yes sir if some shit goes down just don't be the one to get shot now i'm not saying you can't ever be at a fun place where something might happen what i am saying is if you are try to get next to the valedictorian you know what i'm saying and then you will be fine that person to get shot so just straight bullets attracted to success it's not your fault per se but don't be the smartest nigga at any hangout, dog. It's not going to end well, man. That's why I watch BET every time I go to the club. Right. 
Make that IQ drop. Yeah. Yep. It's like, you know what? I'm not doing my homework. <laughs> Your IQ says, pew. Up, up, up. It's right there, right enough. Well, you're smarter than me, so I'm, I'm good. Um, another. <laughs> now, I, I don't know if you guys uh, watch a lot of TV and shit, man. But um, if you watch any. In, y'all watch the NFL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right. So, so y'all should be familiar with. Um, the Play 60 campaign that's going on with, um. Yeah, with that Cam Newton commercial and stuff. Yeah, Cam Newton is like the star of this commercial. Oh, hold on. Let me mute this real quick. And this is a relatively new. I love when these news articles be like, you know what, nigga? I've been paused long enough. Yeah, I'm not waiting. I'm tired of waiting. Um, alright, so, uh, apparently, uh, let me, let me, here we go. Here it is. This, this Cam Newton commercial is uh hilarious but i'll play it for everybody that hasn't heard it um i i, I think it's i think it's tremendous hey cam thanks a lot for coming to my school today no problem nate i promise to exercise and eat right don't forget 60 minutes of play a day right you know grow up to be big and strong like you absolutely i'm playing the nfl yes sir i'm drafting number one maybe become the starting quarterback of the panthers okay you can be my backup excuse me and make panthers fans forget about you and become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. I'm just loosening my arm. All right, so that's the place. I thought it was racial. You, you thought it was it was racist? Yeah, I'm not, not racial. This is kind of racial. I'm not, I'm a, mm. I mean, I'm probably conspiracy theorist the most of all three of us. Okay. <clears throat> and I saw that. I was like, oh, why's well, got to be the little white boy? And he was like really checking him like he was going to be GM or something. Right. Yeah. See, my my thing with this ad is um, it did go to an uncomfortable place, man, after a while because it was like, yo, this play 60, I think what they're really advertising is that if you let your kid play 60 minutes a day, it will turn him into a huge asshole. And <laughs> he won't know how to talk to fucking adults. Cause that, that dude is still an adult, man. Like, I, like, it, it, the thing that I took from it, man, like, that I felt in my mind that I created a completely different advertisement that happened, like, in outtakes and shit somewhere where it's like on the editing room floor where the little kid is claiming he gonna fuck Cam's girl and, uh, <laughs> bringing up old shit like when Cam stole that laptop in Florida and, uh, when his dad took that money from in college or like <laughs> calling Cam a nigga and shit like that. It's just like, and then at the end of the ad, he turns around. It's like Jimmy Clausen's kid. Cause Cam, Cam took, <laughs> oh, Cam took Jimmy's spot and shit. Jimmy, well, what happened to Jimmy Clausen? Is he still alive? Yo, I don't know. No. Yo, Cam erased this nigga off the face of Earth, dude. He went poof. <laughs> like, he just, like, I have not heard. I, don't even know I forgot he even existed until you just said that. Yeah, I'm about to Google this nigga just on some, like, where the fuck are you? Cause I don't, he might still play for the Panthers. Real talk, man. Like, yeah, I, I, where the fuck is Jimmy like, Clausen? I'm, I'm a Panthers fan and I'm like, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he could literally be working at, uh, at IHOP right now or he could be the backup. Ah! For the Panthers, and I would have no fucking no. Oh, he's still on the Panthers, y'all. He's still on the Panthers. So wow, good for you, buddy. What to stick around in the league? And that kid does look like Jimmy Clausen. Now that y'all have heard me say that, nobody will ever be able to unsee. Go Google Jimmy Clausen's face. Now it's over now. Yeah, you can never unsee what I told. Nope. Oh, oh, yeah. Pacquiao got Pacquiao. Him getting Pacquiao. Yeah, Pacman. Pacman took that that L, man. Um. All right, the other thing too, man. Uh, y'all, do y'all ever see the ads for the people now where they're um, advertising for like helping African kids that can't eat and shit, and you can like mm-hmm. 
pay you know pay a certain amount a day and 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 like ten cent a day yeah get the flies out their face and shit like that um (laughs) so i was thinking man like i watched one of those the other day and it was commercial was long as shit like it was like a two-minute commercial wow and those commercials used to be like 15 to 30 seconds Seconds, yes like it and and i mean short because it would be like literally 15 seconds of just flies on the little kid's face and like distended bellies and and like ashy lips and then like Dion singing in the background like the animal uh yes. save you come on like yes sir and you saw the flies and shit yeah the little kid don't even blink right <laughs> and then it pans over to like some random white woman who's like chim chim hasn't eaten in seven days um so did you put right. that starbucks coffee down and right so so i was you know they and they used to be short because they would just be like for the price of a cup of coffee a day mm-hmm. you can feed like an african village and shit like i don't know what the exchange rate is but it was a lot it was like really one cup of coffee i could feed seven people but i think starbucks fucked up their advertising campaign and now they take way longer to explain this shit man because nothing costs that little anymore like once coffee start costing like ten dollars a day yes all of a sudden i'm a lot less charitable to these little africans dogs like <laughs> right true um, truth for real it's like ten dollars a day man my, that's rent my chocomoco latte over here is great i don't know now yeah <laughs> Right, it cost not nine, ten dollars for that mocha chocolate latte, whatever, whatever it was. The grand, can I have the grand chocolate latte? <laughs> right, hold the whipped cream, light up the but, sugar. But I think I think the commercials might be. I think they they might be longer though. Because uh, times is hard now. They they need more. They, we need a little more time for them to convince us. Like back in the day, you know, we weren't in a recession, so it was a little more. Like okay, yeah, shit, this is a dollar. Give me a dollar then. Now it's like, oh, wait a minute now. Uh, okay, I need to see this a little longer. I need to see if they real. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, that's need, a good I point. To, I need to see three more flies on his eyeball for me to believe that he's really okay. He didn't blink yet. Okay, I'll go he ahead and give him two dollars. Might be a real Ethiopian, right? Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny too is like, uh, part of you has to be like. But y'all did afford two minutes of advertising during the yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> they, they be like, yeah, does the women, does Simpson have a Twitter account? I got to be sure he's real. Are you real? Like, now I got to right, be sure your Facebook right. is legit. Come on. Oh, man. Y'all just gave me the worst idea of uh, what? starting a, a Twitter account as one of them starving African kids with the flies on his Ooh, face. Hey, hey, ah! that's funny, dude. <laughs> hey, we need a middleman, cuz. We just need a middleman so they can't, they can't trace the paper. We can, do, we can do just like fucking, uh, what's the nigga, Fuji? And you know what I'm gonna do if you if, if you do no no why Cliff if, if you do if, if you do <laughs> say it's like Haiti but not for real like Haiti we'll just like we'll charge them we'll charge ourselves for being on the podcast take a hundred hundred thousand for ourselves <laughs> that should be fine that's legal he did it yeah he did he already set the precedent but if if, if if y'all gonna do the kid then I'm gonna make a Twitter page for the fly because we don't think about the fly. <laughs> Somebody, somebody gotta yeah, be the I'm white woman and we we need a white woman what? volunteer too we need a white woman volunteer to to, to be the one to tell everybody to care because uh, i'll be i'll be i was like, i'll be her i feel like if it's just us see, man, fucking her right now <laughs> say, say that again teddy i said we should get coco because ice tea mad is fucking her right now oh she yeah be, yeah coco oh, could do it great. man but then she'll be taking pictures with the africans ice tea be tweeting about it she making me look bad, man. She's out there with the whole tribe. <laughs> right. <laughs> she it made me feel real shitty. <laughs> I was giving her this deke. <laughs> um, she told me she like it. 
Um, right, she like it. Now, as uh, as as as, as uh, Javon, you know, you do stand up, man. I was wondering because I I did a, a revisit to uh, on Spotify. You can like listen to certain comedians like whole stand-up specials are on there and shit so i was doing um a revisiting some old stand-up man what, what's your thoughts on sinbad man sinbad is a legend dude i think sinbad is always what? Oh, oh man ram ram has something like this Sin, to me Sin, sinbad is one of one of the funniest sinbad is hilarious dude like, uh, uh, ram, ram, this is the ram Okay. He, he, he just always been like this mad corny, like. So he's corny to you, Rim. I don't see what's funny. Okay, okay. Sinbad is hilarious, dude. I don't. Sinbad was talking, look what he was talking about. Now, recently I saw one he was talking about, uh, uh, oh, Steve Harvey. Oh, I'm talking about Sinbad. Yeah, I think yeah, Sinbad Steve, is funnier yeah. than Steve Harvey. No offense to Steve, you know. But I, I think but, 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 I think but, but, Sinbad funny. Oh, go ahead, my, my fault, man. Go ahead. No, no I was just saying I think Sinbad funnier than Steve Harvey. That's all. I, I think he's. Uh, I, I listened to him this week, and um, I went back and listened to like uh, a couple of his uh, stand-up specials from HBO, and uh, I was at my desk like convulsing laughing, dude. Like, um, I've always thought he was underrated, but then like you know for a long period of time I just didn't really listen. Uh, to him, I didn't really have access to those stand-up specials, but um, like I, I was just listening to him, man, and it occurred to me like we might never see that from a black comedian again. No, where he was working so clean, but was so goddamn funny, and he was organizing those like trips to Aruba and shit, yeah, and concerts and like yeah. a complete like experience for the audience, man. I don't know if we'll see that again. And then I was wondering, like, uh, where did he go and why did he stop? Because it felt like that nigga was printing his own money. He could have been doing that shit forever. Ever. He could still be doing that. Yes, and, and the thing about Sinbad is that I think for a lot of people, they might think he corny because it's, it's like, for me, it's like that's something my mama likes. Right. You know, it was like, that, right. that, yeah, that like 50 and older crap. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like crowd, I remember yeah. my number one memory of Sinbad specials was uh, I grew up, I had asthma as a kid, right? I would, I would sit down with my parents and I could actually watch that special with them as opposed to like Eddie Murphy where well, you got to sneak up at one right. in the morning. And we would both be laughing and I would laugh so hard I would get an asthma attack. Like I had to go outside and shit. They'd be like, "Come on now!" Like, like literally, it'll be about to come on. My dad be looking at me like, hey, "You're not gonna get an asthma attack, are you?" I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna get one. I'll get one." Like I laugh till my chest hurt and be sitting in the shower Ooh. with hot steam. But it was some good laughs, though. Yeah, it was some good laughs. It was, man. I, and I forgot that he was. To me, I forgot he was that goddamn funny, man. When I went and listened to it. Um, you know, you would think like, well, shit, that was in ninety something. It's two thousand twelve. That you know that that shit should be played out. I, it was just as funny as when I got asthma attacks as a kid, and I just listened this week, man. Um, so I urge people to go revisit it, man. Like if uh, Sinbad, if, yeah, I think he is legendary, dude. I, I'm, he I'm with you. Definitely is. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go he, back. I'm gonna have to go back and check him out again. Ram, he. I'm talking about. I, I like Sinbad stuff because it, it just so. It is is real, but it is for like he was talking about recently about uh uh young older guys quit thinking that these young girls really want you like because they don't want you they just waiting for you to die so they can get your money. Say like, that again. That kind of stuff is funny to me. Yeah, man. He um. Yeah, so, say that again. See, I have a rule. I don't know if y'all had this. I don't like old man penis. So you know, <laughs> that's my rule. Yeah, you you just die off. I re- I don't want to fuck you. You just die off. Like um, he had a a a, a part and like to me, 
the comedy is universal because he would talk about shit like um sneaking in from curfew or something like that and i would find the shit hilarious because everybody's been there before it's yes. just like it's not a specific experience like only to like oh well you got to be black to understand this you gotta be white to understand this um not that it hurts or whatever but it was just just kind of like yeah, we we all been on that, and and even, no matter what age you are, you've been on both sides of that. If you're a parent, right, and if you're not a parent, then you've definitely been the kid in that situation. Yes, and his perspective mm-hmm. would be like, I'm gonna explain this shit from a kid's perspective, and like I felt at one point he's doing stand up. I was like, Yo, this is verbatim when I missed curfew and got that ass whooping. Like, I think this yes. nigga was in my house for part of this that, that, that you gotta appreciate guys like Sinbad and I know you mentioned um back in the day like right having a sneak like you didn't have to sneak you could watch Sinbad like I had to sneak dude and watch uh like Robin Harry like yes. dude, I remember mm-hmm. the first time I had actually got in trouble for cussing one day uh my cousin she snitched on me my cousin Christy uh she snitched on me I was <laughs> Yeah, she so so I ended up getting I get got in trouble for cussing, so but later straight to snitch on her like that. Yeah, yes. I did. That's, that's, like she my she my sister too and my cousin, so <laughs> I, I snitch on her. But either way, uh, that night, uh, Robin Harris came on TV. My parents were in their room watching it. I was in my room watching it, but I ain't had no door on my room, so they could hear me laughing and stuff. My father got up and was like, "Uh, so you 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 like cussing today, right? You was cussing today? Cut this shit off." He cut my TV <laughs> off. Oh, how you gonna cut Robin Harris up? I was hurt, dude. Yes. Like, I had to sneak and watch it, though. I snuck, I snuck and watched it after he went back in his room. But, like, with Sinbad, I ain't had to, like, you could watch it with your parents. Like, right. It was, cool. it was a unique experience. Him and um Robert Townsend are the two comedians I remember being able to watch their specials and my dad be in the room. And it was a big deal to me. You know, I don't know if it is. I, I just don't know if we have that type of like atmosphere for comedy the same way in the black community anymore i'm not saying there's no one doing it i just don't know if they getting an hbo special anymore where like i think he had to be a beast to get that hbo special like i have a different type of respect for him now mm-hmm. than i had at the time because it's like you know right after that shit like Def jam came along and yeah. you know yeah. this is at the time where it's like eddie murphy is the most influential dude in comedy so the idea of a black comedian being like, nah, I'm going I'm to go ahead and go clean and I'm you know, going to make my whole show about you know the 70s and bell bottles. It's like, nigga, don't nobody want to hear that, man. You better get out here and do some of these cursing jokes. And uh, I couldn't believe he was that successful with that method, man. Like, I, I have tremendous respect for Sinbad, man. I, like, I don't know what he's up to now, but I got to find out just to see. He just had a special. He actually on Twitter, man. He responds. If you hit him up on there. He respond, man. Dude, dude is really cool, man. Down to earth, and he let you know he, he actually is performing like right now. I know he's been touring and doing shows, man. So you might be able to catch him. But Sinbad is still <laughs> doing his thing, and and I, I was thinking about Sinbad, another another person, man, who's super funny, who I think uh is kind of underrated. Man, I like Mark Curry too, man. Yeah. Mark Curry, yes, yeah. Everybody yes. was bringing up Mark. I said it on Twitter, and everybody like was bringing Mark up Mark Curry, Curry too, man. So yeah, I, I like I've only but seen his, his is dirty though. You see him, his his stand up is pretty dirty though. Yeah, but I still think I think he, I still think he's underrated. Underrated though. Hand, hanging with Mr. Cooper, you think people think it's hanging with Mr. Cooper? <laughs> I, 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 th- I think yeah. Mark to me, Mark Curry, dog, his comedy specials is up there with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. has some dope. He wanted once he had HBO comedy specials yeah, like back in the day. Yeah, two yep. of them. Yeah. 
I was, was listening. To, I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about uh, black comedians, and uh, someone brought what him up. Listen to Mark Marin. You listen to Mark Marin? No, I, this one was uh, the Champs, the Champs podcast. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I with Neil Brennan. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and uh, he was. Uh, they were talking to. I can't remember who what the comedian they were talking to, but they were basically like, it's pretty much universally known that um, Mike Epps. And I think the other person they said was Mark Curry can uh, like work in black rooms for the rest of their life. And never yeah, no, I, that was on a uh, Opie and Anthony with Patrice O'Neal. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Opie and Anthony. Were, I was just talking about that on our, uh, yeah, when I last show. About it. And I was saying like Mike Epps and I forgot the other person they said the only two people they could work nigger rooms. Remember yeah, he said for the, the rest. nigger rooms was uh, uh, him. And, uh, and he said Mike Epps and I guess the other was Mark Curry then. Yeah, and I couldn't remember. Yeah, but it was just crazy like damn, dog. Like those are two comedians that, you know, people don't think of first about when they talk about stand up, but I think people that have seen him, you like, yep, that's true, dog. That 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 dude could do that forever, man. Um, all right, man. We we also got um to get into some stories here, man. Um, but uh, first thing, last random thought before we get into this story. Have y'all seen the Gerber Life Insurance ad? For, mm-hmm. for it's like a uh, three couples sitting around. Two of them are white, one of them's black. And um, the black couple, they like the white couple's like, you know, we got to start getting the college fund for the baby. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's hard to plan. And so then the black couple's like, oh, we already started planning for it. Because, you know, in 2000, ever since Obama got elected, black people are the smartest people in commercials. Yes. Um, they always know. saving and swooping in. I don't know if nobody noticed, but uh, I did. Yeah, we took that spot, like. I haven't seen a, a commercial with a dumb black person in forever, yo. Right. <laughs> like, hey man, you know our car is not working. You know what? I'm a black person. Let me help you out. But um, so <laughs> in this in this Gerber Life uh, ad or whatever, like the black family is like, yeah, you know, we already got it taken care of. They so advanced. Yeah, <laughs> you know we 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 over y'all white people. You know now that we got a president, um, what we did was we took out uh, life insurance, and what happens is if you you know you take life insurance, and like if the, something happens to the baby, then you get a certain amount of money, and if they go to college, then you get all the money back to put towards their college tuition. And uh, I realized that that is the most cynical fucking insurance of all time, dude. Like wow. the only way they can make money. Is if your baby dies. Yeah. But, or if your baby doesn't go to college. Like, that's it. And you know what? Like, they need your baby to live long enough to, to not die in that little period where they cover you, but to not go to college so they can keep all the fucking money. That's how the insurance really works. You know what? And, and the thing about that, which a lot of people don't know, cause my mama had one of those on me. By the time you get to the place where you can cash it out, you've paid for that policy 18 times. Right. And a lot of people don't really talk about I that. Ain't. Because because you gotta think it's it's like you know they're like your five dollars a month okay five ten dollars a month but you gotta think over eighteen years yeah, over you right. know over that lifespan they're like yeah we give you twenty thousand dollars believe you me you've paid that and some more and when you cash them out a lot of times they're not worth that full policy like Roger said unless the person dies right. or something like that you be better off just getting your child a a, a a a standard policy and say if they die this is how much I get like how much does it even cost to bury a baby is that it's, it's expensive. I don't I don't know why I think that it should be cheaper. No, it's like, expensive. Like, I don't even like it doesn't like they bury people by the pound and shit. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just you, a baby. You, that's you, twenty dollars. Pounds? No, it's it's still expensive. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna uh, pay about the same amount of money. 
What? Just, just put it in a shoebox. He's horrible, man. That is horrible, man. I don't know that why is, I thought that. It is because of the Teddy's sitting over here like, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. That's this is why I don't have but, kids, but, y'all. But, but you know what? I'm a grown ass woman. I can go in the store and buy me a shirt on sale for five ninety nine. I can go in the shirt in it there and find me a one T for five ninety nine. What the fuck? I'm twice as big as a child, but I'm still paying the whole <laughs> same price. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this. I'm sorry. He got me thinking about that. Yeah, and that's a great point. Yeah. Great point. Paying grown folks price for somebody's gonna be grown out of it when the next second they spit up. That's stupid. Yeah, I remember the first time I seen like some kids Jordans, and uh I was like, a, I was young. I was probably like 12 or something. And even then, I knew that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Oh, no. Like I wish, like your baby doesn't even know it has shoes on. Uh, uh, and, and like you put it on his feet and it tries to put it in his mouth and eat it. You really about to spend Jordan's money and, on his motherfucking <laughs> feet, man? He don't know how to walk Ooh. yet. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jordan's. Uh, you, uh, Javon's got a son. You have Jordan's with Josiah when he was a baby. No, you know what? I I, I got him some. It, did I get some Jordan? <laughs> said he got his son Jordan socks. <laughs> <laughs> Some, some Elmo shoes. That was like Elmo shoes. That probably was like the Aww. like that's probably the most. I'm saying some Elmo shoes. That was it. Oh, but that's no, oh, no, you no. give them the big white hard shoes to get your fucking concussion if they kick you upside. Oh head. man, them <laughs> shoes. They they kick you in your temple. You would die. Yeah, dude. Yes, they would. Those shoes. Those shoes will knock you out because I've got kicked in here plenty of times. The room stopped. Whoa, whoa, but I didn't yeah. put you down. Baby. Those, those shoes. On. Those shoes. Those baby shoes are made of like slavery. Or some shit. <laughs> porcelain shoes. Right. The porcelain shoes with strings in them. Right. But yes, they did use the hurt. You I always right. felt like in general with this snuggie being man, I was gonna put my kid in a snuggie for like a year. Yeah, I'd like, like four snuggies and just wash them. Yeah. Your kid, your kid was gonna be retarded <laughs> in the snuggies. Even he wants to eat one, oh man, I give him a summer one. Dude, <laughs> he was gonna hate you. <laughs> one years old, he don't know what he can't you even know, see. Man, see this the thing, y'all, y'all see y'all don't understand the psychology of a baby though. They can't even see above them for like what two two feet above them right. till like they one. They don't they even can't know. Even see like eight months. Like at that point, it's some type of vanity for the parent where it's like you know it's like uh, I've made this joke before on the show and I, I I absolutely do mean this shit by the way, but it's like if slave if we brought slavery back. Where, where where people could you could own slaves again uh black people would have to fly your slaves you yes, know we it would. Like, <laughs> we would like that like it's that oh, yeah. kind of shit it's it's your own vanity that's like my baby got to have jordan's like that nigga don't know what the fuck he got on his feet dog no. like the like I, I think uh javon had the best idea if you put elmo on his feet shit he see elmo every day he'll, he'll be like hey look it's my friend on my feet you put right. jordan's on his feet he don't know shit about michael jordan Elmo, Yeah, you can't give him Elmo's no more. No, <laughs> Elmo been banned. Poor Elmo, his his Christmas sales gonna go down the drain this year. Yeah, yeah, they are. Tickle be Elmo now. You better not tickle that motherfucking Elmo. <laughs> Elmo might touch you back. Yeah, it's tickle right. you Elmo now. Um, but yeah, man. I, anyway, let's get to some articles, man. Ah! We had different articles, man. Um, now, some of these are just topical, like, 
uh, shit that's happening in the world. Race? Is this guess the race? And yes. Some of, some of it is guess the race. Now this is gonna be fun. On guess yeah. the race, uh, we'll try to. Now we got I think uh, three or four people playing on the other line. And then we got the chat room. Now oh, the chat room, room is, is very racist, horrendously racist. Yes, they are. <laughs> so uh, the, their guesses will be off the chain. But um, the, the I'll try to get to as many of y'all as possible because, like I said, the uh, chat rooms is is gonna be difficult with so many people guessing. <laughs> Um, all right. So, so basically, man, we read an article or play a clip and then we ask our guest on the line to guess the race of the people involved. All right. And the chat room plays along. Uh, like I said, some of this isn't guess the race. Some of this is just articles and shit, but, uh, some of it is, man. So, uh, let's go ahead and start with the first one. Um, and let's start with that article that won't stop playing because that shit is annoying. Um, apparently these women, um, <laughs> they went to a restaurant and this has been an epidemic lately uh and uh on their check when they got it was an insult so oh yeah here we go uh do i, I remember this said they was fed <laughs> yeah 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 i don't think we played this one on the show before i don't think but uh, let me see if I can get it to play. Right we'll talk about an outrageous bill. When we pick up the check, we can sometimes expect it to hurt a little bit, but what happened last night to three Stockton women is a whole nother story. And a News 10 exclusive reporter Gabriel Rojas shows us why they now want the restaurant to pay. Christina Duran and her friends had enjoyed their evening at the Cameo Club Casino's restaurant, but when the check came, Christina couldn't believe her eyes. I got the bill and I was looking at the bill and I was like, what is this? Oh, the receipt say fat girls. At first, her friends assumed she was. She said the receipt said fat girls, girls, by the way. Joking. I was laughing at her and she was like, I'm serious. I'm like, no, it does not say fat girls. Let me see it. She was like, you're lying. And I was like, no, I'm serious. Look at it. She was like, fat girls. I was like, give me that. And I'm looking, I was like, oh, heck no. When the server returned, he denied having any. Now, I know what most of y'all are thinking. Are these girls this, fat? The dude's voice, though, man, as the announcer's fucking me up. The 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 uh, the, um, the anchor, yeah, Casey Kasem. <laughs> Your top forty. I kind of feel like he's. Yeah. I kind of feel like so he's they, in uh, on it. They saying the server. Did, they saying the server did this. Yeah, yeah the yeah. server's name was Jeff, and on the tab yeah. on the ticket he put Fat Girls, girls. Table yeah. One. Yeah, well, yeah, and for those of you who've never served, you can actually write like notes and things like up in there, and yeah. some of it actually appears on the chat. Yeah, now I know what everybody's thinking. Were the girls fat? The answer is yes. Okay, now well, we got I that. Get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, like that was that was the thing that was funny. Uh, I, I was listening to somebody else talk about, it and they were like, "Well, why would they get mad? It's accurate." I was like, "Niggas, a lot of accurate shit. Nobody wants to hear." Like, it's like if you wrote niggas on my motherfucking if you wrote niggas on my motherfucking tab i'd be like yes i'm a nigga but no don't i don't need to be reminded right now i just wanted to get away from my problems and drown it in ihop food or some shit like <laughs> save the time for that type of reality um all right let me finish with it so, uh, explained that oh go ahead javon i'm sorry nah you good it was fat all right here we go Jeff, the name on the receipt, must have been the one who typed the words into the system. But Jeff was gone, so the three demanded to see a manager. He had like a smirk on his face, like if it was funny, but trying not to laugh. The manager apologized, <laughs> but his first reaction was to offer 25% off the bill. The ladies were shocked. He was like, well, I, think I could do 
And we were just like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Christina Huerta took a photo of the receipt. I like how his attitude was like, uh, well, y'all are fat, though. I mean. That's a, that's a manager for I you. I need they 25% off, but I mean, this ain't like a, a news alert. Like, <laughs> <laughs> This is not shocking. Don't act shocked, ladies. Just uh, take the 50% off and get out of here. You can afford to go get more food. So, so what they, they were trying to get 50% off? They were trying to get their meal free, it looks like, or yeah. some type of apology. Okay, so, or okay, so this. Chef wrote it on the notes? No, the, uh, the server, server, the bartender server. Oh, yeah. I thought they said the chef wrote it. See, this is the thing, though. I already know it has to be somebody in a minority if they're trying to get the whole meal for free. Yeah. Mm, that's okay. them. No, no, oh, that, no, no. That, that's white people doing the offering. Well, we'll give you 50%. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> the negotiation. A minority, my, anybody that's brown is going to try to get the whole oh, meal for free. Brown, black, brown people will try to get the whole meal for free. For the rest of the year? <laughs> Ma'am, this is a $250 bill. Uh, uh, we just called you fat one time. This is not several occurrences. Feet. So therefore, and you know, brown people chest. try to get a fucking hair that's on the side up under their chair. Brown people would take hairs out their own head yeah. after they cleaned it and laid it in the plate. Uh, exactly. Me. And they, they, they just try to get mad about. It. Oh my God! What a guy! What is this? What a guy! What is on my plate? I know she didn't bring no eggs with no hair in it. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> you know what? No, she did. You know what's crazy is that um this bill is only for twenty five dollars. <laughs> like I was thinking when I first. I didn't see this bill until just now on the screen. Like, I was thinking that the shit was going to be, like, so expensive. Like, as part of the, like, well, y'all are fat. Y'all ate, like, $70 worth of fucking fries. $25, he could have comped that. But, like, $25, they was really, like, you know what? As a point of pride, you can get 50% off. But uh, y'all ate this food, so no. No, they'd have comped that bill. $25. Mm-hmm. You should have put on that tab. Boys, we built, bitch, and put that on the <laughs> to start putting yeah that's the problem the joke wasn't clever enough that was if you would have put someone she had to work it out she wouldn't even know she got picked on till like two days later yeah she had to think about it did he call me a fool who yeah. was oh you talking about ghost dog <laughs> <laughs> why did he put precious on my bill i i, I, don't I mean i feel like it. i'm precious i'm very special but oh nigga no we going back precious oh hell you're gonna get mad think about it <laughs> be too late to go back i did order me some chicken but damn you like you go back three days later and shit I get it. I know what you was trying to say. I get it. Um, oh, you slick motherfucker. I know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now do y'all want to guess now? Because I can keep playing this article, man. Y'all <laughs> no, want. no, we got this. This is Mexican. Okay, Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. I say Dominican. Dem- Dominican. I'm going to say black. Or, can I say black or? No, it got to be, nah, one. Gotta be one, one race. Unless you're trying to say Damn. that they are definitely two races, like biracial. Okay, I'm gonna say, uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, well, one of them they Herrera. I'm gonna say mix. I'm gonna say mix. No, one of them they mix. I'm gonna say they mix. Alright. <laughs> Let me check the chat room and see. La Playa Beach Manatees Hispanic. Oh, <laughs> women who oh, win. Oh no, man, this chat room's off the chain, man. <laughs> <laughs> women who win fat have an ass shaped like an upside down triangle. Oh, oh, uh-huh. oh, man. oh man. Uh, Selena Jennifer Lopez listening. Jose Cuervo sipping. Quesadilla devours. Skinny white women in fat suits. White taco benders. Weave padding Hennessy hued hoochies. Oh man. One who has ah. plate size areolas. 
Well, is that well, a race? Because uh, that, 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 I know, I know quite a, women. yeah, I know quite a few races of women that got those cupcake holders and, uh, I'm not hating on them. Shapeless women who back though was a water slide. Oh, oh, damn. oh man. Oh man. One who was shaped like an overclass B, big pregnant belly boobs and wide flat ass. Mexican, uh, <laughs> and cheap hungry ass fat white bitches that be on catfish. The correct answer is. <laughs> Uh, Latino. They were they were all Latino women. Um, so. yeah. <laughs> they took that L. That wasn't racist. That wasn't racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Now here's a another guest the race article. Right, that's letting y'all know, Rod. Though yeah. Teddy is mixed with like ten different races, so every one of these is going to offend him. Yeah, every one of them. He's Latin, <laughs> Native American, uh, Portuguese. The, you are though, Teddy. Filipino. I mean, it's in the back. See, now it's in the back. Oh, okay. All right. Look, you go, oh, okay, Rob, you went to his house, so everybody, you don't know what nobody's race is in their whole house. <laughs> I kind of like that. There's like a rainbow coalition feel to like, it. Uh, like one of our guests said that his family is the future. Van said his family is the future. <laughs> future children. I like that, man. Yeah, it's progressive. That's where how our family, how the world's going to look. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like Teddy. <laughs> just brown people. Just, I don't know just what brown. he is. Just brown. Brown uh, and got, and use a pink oil moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the next uh, next article. Well, hi, everybody. We begin tonight at 10 with a break-in that turned into an all-out brawl. And let me tell you right now, the suspected thief took an absolute beating. This mugshot pretty much tells the story. The man who inflicted these injuries was the homeowner who says he caught this guy breaking into his house. News Channel 4's Adam Merckx spoke with the homeowner today. He joins us live, and Adam, we're told the suspected thief actually threw the first punch, and the homeowner says he was just doing what he could to defend himself and his family. Yeah, Meg, on paper, the homeowner and the suspect are about the same size, five foot eight, 220 pounds. But once you meet the homeowner, you realize he's probably not someone you want to mess around with. There are many homes on this street, but for whatever reason, a suspected burglar chose this one. And I heard a thumping noise on my garage door. There was no um, cars in my driveway. And, you know, I swung open my back door and somebody was standing there. Norm Houston says the guy got into his garage by breaking his side window. But before we tell you what happens next, here's a little background on Norm. He's 5'8", 220 pounds of solid muscle, and a personal trainer. I also do uh, kickboxing, regular boxing, uh, just different combinations. So, you know, I ain't the toughest, but, um, you know, um, I can hold my own. So. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We, are, we already know from why him did, saying why, I Why did the announcer say, he got his ass whooped? He basically said he got his ass whooped, Gene Joe Robbie. Absolute beating. Any, anytime, anytime you don't just take a beating, but you take an absolute beating, that means you stood no chance. Your life was in jeopardy. You could have died. Hey, what you say about somebody when, they, when you said Jesus come call? And when you, yeah, when you take an absolute beating, that's when, that's when definitely Jesus is right there. Like, okay, no more punch. <laughs> you saw that you light. You want me? You saw that light. <laughs> yeah, the one more punch. This could be it for you. I'm going to let you know that right now. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say that the, the dude in that. So, so what's in question? The guy whose the, house is broken into. Yeah, the, the the guy who did the ass whooping, whose house was broken into. African American. I can tell by the way he said. Anybody who say you, I can I hold my own. Yo, his his face was priceless too when he said that shit. Like he was kind of like downplaying, like oh, you know, I'm kind of humble and uh, and then that nigga just said. 
and I could hold my own. And his face just froze like stone. I was like, yeah, that's a man you don't want to fuck with. Mm. Hell no. Nah. That means he gonna do what you gotta do to survive. Hold so, your own? So like, yeah, I can hold my own. Javon no, is no, going, man. so Javon is going with black. Anybody else over there? Yeah, yeah, we we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna ride with Javon. Okay. We gonna y- say black unanimous blackness. All right, let's check the chat room and see if uh, they got enough. Oh, they want me to post a link too afterwards. All right, no problem, guys. Um, but uh, let's see here. Uh, Cuddy from the Wire, black. <laughs> 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 UFC nerd, safe Negro looking black. One of the Teddy's re- black relatives. Aww. Nah, that'd be Capoeira then. He wouldn't be black. He'd be Capoeira. He's got he's got to have at least four other distinctive races. Uh, someone put nigger, but the E R is capitalized, so I don't know what that means. Bruce Leroy. He put that nigga after he broke in. <laughs> nigger and straight to the emergency room. Uh, Bruce Leroy, black dynamite. Uh, LL Cool J sparring partner Black, <laughs> son of Black Dynamite, and if he were a superhero, his color would precede his name, like Black Lightning, Black Vulcan, Black Panther. Uh, someone just put Big Black Nigga. The correct answer is <laughs> it was only five Big foot Black eight. Nigga. That's a superhero name. Yeah, he was Big only- Black Nigga. Oh, <laughs> Superman, go get Big Black Nigga. He's in trouble. Um. All right, the correct answer was black. He was an African American gentleman. Flash a fucking Batman instead of a bat, it'd be a spear. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> that was totally racist. It was. Ted, that was racist. It was partially. I won't let you sit here and say racist things. <laughs> but Teddy can get away with it. He's all the racist. So he's right. never it, racist. It doesn't even matter. Making fun of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. Powers like go go like uh, Inspector Gadget and shit. Mm-hmm. Go go nigga lips like oh no <laughs> how are we gonna get away go go nigga eat yeah. Yeah. Teddy be like Teddy, Teddy be like go go gadget s curl Daryl be like, <laughs> like go go gadget turtleneck go go gadget turtleneck <laughs> Daryl hey look Steve Harvey got a line of suits out Daryl gonna have a whole line of turtlenecks to come up with, and his line gonna have turtlenecks with beads on the end of the <laughs> neck part um. A turtleneck with a little uh, with a little air vent on the side, so when you get mad, you don't overheat, you don't have a stroke. Yeah, <laughs> oh shit! Um, all right. Um, how about uh, this? This article isn't guess the race. Um, I, I guess uh, as podcaster, uh, comedian, like everybody, um, just gathering people's opinion. Um, have y'all heard about the Australian radio DJs that pulled a hoax on a hospital? Where yeah. um apparently yeah 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 apparently um they got uh, th- there was a uh, I forget Kate something Kate Middleton oh whatever her name is uh she was uh in the hospital because she was having severe morning sickness and everybody's just so in love with the royal family and shit that um people were like it was like a big story so this this Australian uh, radio show called the hospital pretending to be the queen. Um, and Prince Charles, and they received Aww. confidential information about the Duchess of Cambridge's medical condition. And uh, Nurse Jacintha Saldana 
she she's the one who patched through the call because she believed him and uh she ended up committing suicide and now the show got taken off the air and a lot of people are like you know is you know this is fucked up uh prank calls should be banned um you know you should not do these things uh i guess i was just gonna get the room's thoughts on this i actually start with you karen like what do you think you think it was right for them to be banned from the radio and also do you think uh prank calls should like stop like people shouldn't do prank calls anymore uh, there's nothing wrong with prank calls. The thing about prank calls is that at the end of the call, you need to let them know it is a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to let them know, hey, calm down. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I was just joking. And, 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 and I think my thing, it depends on how far you take the joke. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when, when, when you do it and, and it's like once you get to a certain level, you go, okay, you've gone too, too far. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay, well, we got a problem then, Karen, because uh, we have we've done a lot of prank calls on Trey. I look at, and we've never told anybody they was prank calls. <laughs> no, nah, but I, th- I think the Jabari got somebody killed. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we never released this uh, prank call because it was got real serious. You want to you explain, Javon? Why no, do you want me to? No, nah, okay. I, I explain. I know you're gonna fuck it up. So let me. Uh... What happened was this dude, I guess his son, um No, you got the how you got the new number though. That's how we got the new we, Okay, we got it okay. On my Facebook page, somebody made a post. They 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 took a screenshot of I guess somebody took a screenshot of what their father sent them on their phone and sent it to their female friend and the female friend posted it on Facebook. Now I'm friends with the female friend, so I was able to see it. And it said uh, something like, oh, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna, uh, be a fag or something like that. It was like some of them turns, you wanna be a, a fag or this, that, and the other. From, from his own uh, father? This is from his from own? From his daddy. From his, this dude daddy. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. It kind of went in on him and stuff like that. <laughs> so, the, uh, the, the chick who posted it on her page was like, y'all can call the father number and tell him what y'all think. So I told her, I said, we're gonna call him on Strata Low Cash. And we did. And I called the father, and I was acting like somebody named a dude named Demetrius, and I was like, "This is Demetrius," and you know the thing is, we saw me, I saw what you said or whatever to him, and the thing is, you know, I mean, what's going on? You got a problem with us? You got a problem with us? He was like, the father was like, "Look, okay, I'm gonna deal with my son, okay? I deal with him. Um, he know what he did, and it was it was some deep shit to the point where." I had to stop playing because I'm like, oh shit, man, this sound. It was past playing where it was no, he's like. He's talking about some money owed. Yeah, he was talking about oh. some money owed on some a house or something. Whoa. Dick, dick don't go in the ass. Yeah, what he said. He, he did say, he said, a dick don't go in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I'm laughing because that's funny. funny. And yeah. Karen's laughing because it's funny. And that's why I don't think you have to tell people that as a joke. But, but, um, I'll get everybody else's opinion first, man. So, um, you know, what do you guys think, man? Like, should they have been terminated? And also, um, you know, the, the, should the prank call shit be, you know, should people stop doing those? No. No, they good though, man. Like, dude, like, what's one, what's one of the best ones you think we've done? I, I, I don't know best ones we've done, but I know like Ricky Smiley. Yeah, he, done, and uh, what's the other dude? Nephew uh, Tommy. Uh, Ro- no, Roy Junior. But but they they pretty much announced like okay, Ricky Smiley don't always announce himself, but the granny voice that I think if it's on a serious matter, something like that, man, you, I, I would say announce it, you know, because you just kind of want to keep everybody in a. Mode like okay, I ain't in jeopardy because like they could they could have stopped her from killing herself by saying it was a prank call. Mm. Uh, that, she, now nah, she she grown, but you got to think like 
over there, like in where they uh, Britain or somewhere, Australia. 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 But but yeah, but 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 that's what she was thinking about. Like I got my family and kids. But this is the thing, though, man. Always like I was reading this article today. It was a psychiatrist saying that you know don't you can't you can't relay what you do off of someone else what they're doing though mm -hmm. you already want to do that somewhere in your mind though in general though you most people want like like they, they, the whole article was talking about cheating though like if when a woman says oh i did that because you did that it was you know the psychiatrist is saying no you want to do that but you want an excuse because of what i did right you want you want the dick what your decisions you are the dick. you're having <laughs> yeah your decision should be off of what you want to do, not off what I did. Yeah, she been playing on fucking so your best friend. It's the whole thing. She been playing on fucking your best friend for weeks. Like that's not right. Some new <laughs> months, right? Months. Man, they didn't just. So she seen his arms out when he came over to the house that time. She was like, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you stopped doing curls years ago. Um, but but um, right. but yeah, man, I I agree. Well, I guess my take on it is this: I feel like one um. You can always get fired. You're in the radio. That's an at will kind of job. Yes, and the second that you're bad press, they're, they're like, all right, then, y'all. Like, th that depends on how good you are at your job. It's all money to them. Yep. Um, although I will say it's a little fucked up that they fired them, man, because you should have your back, man. Like, have some integrity as a fucking radio station that did let these dudes do prank calls all these th years. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it went too far this time. It's like, nah, y'all are really doing this because this lady killed herself. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is, I don't think prank calls should stop. And I don't think these guys are responsible for this lady killing herself at, by any measure. Like, I feel like somebody like, like, if we're going to start turning the measure of what's uh, acceptable by if somebody kills themselves or not or some shit. Like, that's a slippery slope because if we're just looking at the results of it, um, if she wouldn't have killed herself, it would be funny. And it would have been a good joke and it would have been this time that they had the best prank ever. Cause that to me, that's kind of some bullshit. If we, if literally the only thing we're hinging this on is that one woman killed herself and, you know, as sad as it is that someone commits suicide, we don't necessarily know why she did that shit. You know, yeah. like yeah, or what else true. she was dealing with. Mentally. Yeah, like maybe this is the thing that put her over the edge, or maybe she was gonna kill herself anyway. Or you know, like I said, in, if she would have not killed herself, to me, you can't say well the joke wasn't offensive until she killed herself. Now I'm totally offended, and they got to stop and all this shit. Like either now, if you're just against prank calls in general, I get it because I I know a lot of people that aren't comfortable with prank calls. I, I personally I find them funny, but I do too. Um, I know a lot of people that just aren't comfortable with the idea of someone not being in on the joke, and it's very hard to do a prank call and walk the line and shit. But I don't think these dudes like killed this woman, and that's kind of True. the way that people are bringing no, it. They is, didn't. Yeah, like it's like if if you got heckled at a show and you made a joke and then that person killed themselves. It's like, well, come on now, I can't like like. They're gonna stop comedy forever, and like nobody can do comedy anymore. Yeah. Um, just due to, it's like, like you in the front row. Why you you know you come out the house that s curl, man? I'm gonna kill myself. Wait a minute, man. I was just joking. To us, us, us. even still, I got heckled at Javon's show with my brother, my older brother, and everything. We came in and everything late. We was talking drunk. And everything, and the dude start trying to heckle us and stuff, and we just start yelling back at him. No, I had to stop my brother though, cause he's really trying to fight him. No, yeah. oh yeah, he was, like, he, really, he was like, no, cause he was, he was just like, cause he was like, you know, well, shit, I get a PhD, I'm a motherfucking doctor. This nigga ain't gonna fucking talk to me like this. It was Vernon, <laughs> it was Vernon talking like that, and uh, 
I'll put him out there. Negro intellect on Twitter. Y'all can holler at him. Know he got damn it 10,000 followers. He like the, the, the young black Corno West. He was out there kicking it with me, though, one night, though. He was going to be the young black Eddie Griffin, though, because he was like, bro, he was like yelling back at the stage, though. You remember that? You was there, you, it was just your show. What show? It was, it was on Wednesday night, maybe like a month ago. And me and Vernon came in there. We was uh, with Lil Rock. And then Lil Rock came over. This was like, hey, man, I'm sorry, man. And, and Vernon was like, hey, man, I was going to slap the shit out of you, dude. And you got about this stage. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. man. I was like, no, we was cool, but Vernon was dead serious, I remember. Though. I do remember that somewhere. It's a fine yeah. line, dude. Like, that's the other thing. That's the that story right there. Like, okay, that's the things that, because people, people be like, oh, man, you funny, do stand-up. The things that stop me. One, you might not get paid sometimes. I ain't had the truth. Can't have that. Two, Ooh, no. traveling and shit, like, because niggas would be like, yeah, I drove seven hours to to do this gig at a pizza start stand and two people was there but it made me a better comedian i'd be like mm, you know what i don't need to be that good a comedian then i'll just be <laughs> average um and then this shit is th- what niggas be like yeah man somebody tried to fight me because of some jokes I'm like god damn Y'all paid me to get up here to make these motherfucking yeah, jokes. He said we like the uh, the Barge family or something, though, man. He was trying to say we like the Barge family. Yeah, or but but you know it's like you knew it was a comedy show when you were there. We was the reckless though. We was re- we was in there reckless. <laughs> yeah, here yeah. Trying to sink the background. Yeah, it was sad when y'all now y'all y'all knew when y'all started singing that uh, that was gonna happen. <laughs> y'all should, y'all did not have to do that, man. Oh, and Teddy, uh, Teddy probably had a problem with y'all dissing Shadow, man. I he did, I'm going to defend it for him. Oh, okay. Those those his frat brothers oh. and everything. <laughs> And everything, no, they was they was dissing Shy on their last show. Yeah, we not dissing them. I'm, yeah, they outfits up when they went to Howard, and they he was they was dissing them. All I'm saying is, and they all said they use pink order orange moisturizer just like you. Everybody in the '90s, that's when pink orange moisturizer blew up. Yeah, got rich. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying, Teddy, is this: you could just be a light skinned nigga in the '90s, and you could get a singing career. That's yes, all it took. Yeah, that's not a diss. But, but Teddy's not technically light skinned though. He's like Hawaiian looking. It was close enough, man. Yeah, if you had enough. wavy, I don't know. I don't know very many Hawaiian R and B singers. Teddy, Teddy said, "Fuck what y'all talking about." If you have, if you had that good hair, you had that good hair. <laughs> good you, hair. Could, you could get a record deal, man. It was unfair in the nineties. I don't know. It just got out of control at some point. Started with Al B. Sure. And uh, I think I forget who brought it up, but somebody said that if what the lead singer for Shy walked into a mall today, nobody would know him. No, we wouldn't know. That's how crazy it was in the nineties. We was just like, yo, man, you light skinned dog. Get two other light skinned brothers and get Come down here. We got you a deal, man. It's I no mean problem. the downfall of light skinned dudes happened because of New Jack City, though. Christopher Williams getting stabbed. That is yeah. the beginning of the downfall of light skinned men. Yeah. That is the moment. Ah! Yeah. That's why I would never I as I don't give a fuck how much he owes the IRS. I'm never making Wesley Snipe jokes, man. He brought it back. He brought Dude, the balance no, no, he back. saved y'all though. He saved mm-hmm. y'all single handedly in one movie. He brought balance. He brought balance back to the force, man. Like so, I can't even. I can't even diss this nigga, no. man. But but for real though, man, it's like this. A lot of people are taking credit for uh, uh, Wesley Snipes bringing stuff to the, to dark skin dudes, but some of y'all ain't Wesley Snipes dark. Right, <laughs> I'm not even like dark. Levels of what what dark are we supporting them? Like, exactly. For one, some some women y'all women is women y'all actually some dark skinned dudes y'all didn't start messing with them until they got hot like mm-hmm. for instance Morris Chestnut y'all was not messing with him in Boys in the Hood when he was you drinking. wasn't messing with him in Boys in the Hood but then when he got on with the best man no, yep. Yep. was it the best man that you saw the wood the wood the wood, the wood. Yeah, he wood. wasn't in the wood though he wasn't in the wood nah he was definitely wasn't in the wood no that's what Tate Diggs no is it brothers was it brothers it was brothers brothers yeah brothers yeah 
others. Okay. Yeah. By the and way, man, I hate I hate when um writers and I, I guarantee it's always white people that write these scenes. I hate when writers do the two black men bonding over basketball because nobody plays basketball like that. Well, you play one on one, and it's like, why are you Some playing? On what? On what movie? Like every black movie, man, where you had to like, let's go play one on one and y'all having an argument and then like you shoot a shot and then you say like some shit that's like real deep and like, like, oh, uh, that com- deep conversations while hooping. Right. It's yeah. 10, like it's 10 to 11. Next point wins. And you know what, man? I forgive you for fucking my girl that time. It's like nobody plays ball like that, man. Hell no. You show no. Like, Hold on. You fuck. You for real? You my girl? Yeah. <laughs> put the ball down. Hit in the face with the ball. Yeah. Put that ball down and let's fucking talk this out. These niggas, you know <laughs> what, man? And uh, you was always grandma's favorite. It's like that's not how it works, but oh, um, man, I ain't never hooped like that before ever. Yeah, in the history of basketball, ever. It's a lot of dark skin brothers that don't get enough credit though, man. Because like Tay Diggs helped out. Um, my man Malik Yoba, you know, yeah. nobody want to give him props, man. But you know, it wasn't Wesley all by himself, man. A lot Billy, of brothers. Billy Blanks. <laughs> Billy Blanks. Yep. He used to be the man. Tybo. Everybody Tybo. had. I, I had that damn Tybo. I got that shit. I was like, oh hell no, you can keep that bullshit. Once white people start buying the Tybo shit, it was like, yeah, this is, you know, we gotta admit that it's a thing right now, dude. Um, hey. all right, we got we got uh sore ratchetness, man. We here on the blackout test, man. We talk about uh people that. Uh, have these swords and nobody's taking it serious and all the time there's sword violence and you don't see this shit getting as much coverage on the news like someone goes into a mall and shoots two people and that shit shuts cnn down someone takes a sword and kills a roommate and the shit is on page 12 of the local news man so we're trying to bring awareness to the fact that motherfuckers out here got swords and they crazy and protect Damn, yourself people dog, for real you ain't got no boys and men playing in the background while we talking about this <laughs> <laughs> i might have some end of the road man because swords have ended yeah, a lot man, of people's a lot of people's swords? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we don't play man. that we, we think Dude, we, like for real um, you know, eating a, hey y'all for real. Anybody out who's thinking about eating a sword, um, this, 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 this is serious, man. And uh, you know, this epidemic is going down. Uh, don't eat swords anymore. I like, try to start off with a pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go straight to the sword, man. It's a lot of people yeah, lost their lives, but to sword-related violence, man. And uh, here's here's th- there's a man that's in custody. Thank goodness. And he's facing charges at the police and the tactical unit surrounded his home in Fort Rogue area Wednesday night. Uh, they responded to Dudley Avenue and Lilac Street around 6 p.m. That's pretty fucking early to pull the sword out, I think. Sun ain't yes. even down. I, I thought it was right. a midnight or later. Sword, that passed. You said what? I thought we. I thought the rule was like after midnight. So if you around people that got swords and get right. close to midnight, you need to leave. Yes. You're absolutely right. After midnight... That that is a good sword hour. Mm-hmm. After midnight, you are absolutely correct. If you pulling the sword out at about four or five, you ain't living right. Like we can't even get dinner, and your ass already ready to stab me. Uh, dis- right. A disorderly man armed with a sword was causing a disturbance, acting aggressively and damaging property in the area before eventually returning to his home. Said police. According to police, he then reemerged. Damn, he came back. <laughs> he was unnamed and taken into custody. He will face charges. Thank God. Thank God. 
Nah, no one was hurt this time. People with Excalibur. Was it like well, what kind of sword was it? Was it like a Leonardo or a Zelda sword? Uh, this, <laughs> this this one didn't say, man. But normally they're display swords that are supposed to be only for uh you know putting up in the house. Yeah, katanas and, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, let me tell you something. No sword is a display sword, people. Mm-mm. All the swords are fucking are sword swords. They cut like there's no like a display gun wouldn't have bullets in it. It wouldn't be able to shoot. Like this shit is a sword sword, nigga. If you pull out the display sword and cut a nigga, it'll work. So stop Damn calling right. me that. Chink. Anytime you pull a sword out and make that what, sound. What, what's the noise it make? Chink. When it make that sound, that's how you know it's real. Yeah, it's about niggas about to get cut, yo. Yeah, um, about to have a sex to me. Um, uh, <laughs> now this happened today too. This isn't guess the race, but um, this is uh, people wanted me to talk about this, man. I don't know if you guys watch uh, First Take on ESPN. But uh RG three, uh Robert Griffin the third, one of the best like upcoming um quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh apparently he got black checked today by Rob Parker. Uh he should be black he should be black checked. He's the most I says most I wouldn't no, okay, black check is a bad thing. He <laughs> should be uh looked at because he's probably the most non the most conforming Negro mm-hmm. ever. Like ever with dreads, I've never seen a Negro be able to hang with white people looking with dreads like that. Whatever it is, whatever spice one braids, whatever they are though, they, he is the only black man that's able to hang out with white people. Damn, and he's always smiling though, man. Spice that's, you one know what? Braids. To me, uh, you know, I'm a big proponent Silly of sale. I'm a big proponent of there being different types of blackness. So um I'm a proponent of, of like like we don't need to all fit a certain mold and shit like that. So I don't give dudes a, a shade for being like uh certain cuz I like to me I like the idea of a nigga looking like Edrian James but being smarter than anybody in the room interviewing him. Oh no, he's smart as hell though, man. Yeah. Like he was like going to go to law school and stuff though if he just stayed another year. Well, yeah. you need to take the 8 mile wig off. <laughs> Cause I had the same stereotype, man. Like I remember people hyping them up in college. I don't really watch a lot of college football. And somebody was like, somebody was like, you should check. Are you from? That's uh Makai Pfeiffer in real life. Yeah, Makai Pfeiffer lace front, nigga. Makai Pfeiffer lace front. But um, yeah, I remember people being like, yeah, you know, um, this kid RG three, he's gonna, you know, he should be taking number one in the draft. And I was like, I took one look at him, was like, he will not be drafted number one. And it was like, why not, man? I was like, he just looked too black. We're not gonna talk about this, him where he's been drafted at though, because you, because the St. Louis Rams, our team. Mm-hmm. Traded that bullshit to Washington D.C. though, and we That's got right. fish heads and rice back. Right, and here's the thing now, right? So I'm like, yeah, he won't be taking number one. Then I heard this nigga speak, and I was like, and this dude. And is, you knew it was a possibility, didn't you? I was like, he should be the number one pick. Fuck Andrew Luck, <laughs> and I've been saying that shit ever since. Like, he, I think he's better than Andrew Luck, and he should be. Uh, he's a dude that you actually can market, like yeah. even with that haircut, because he was I've like, heard him speak before. He would. He, would very intelligent. Yeah, he's intelligent hey, as shit. Hey, hey, um, uh, Javon. Um, yeah, hey, you, he got a white girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah he got him a Becky. That's what it's about, man. You got to get go out here, man. Get the, you know. I mean, why not? <laughs> right. Um, get, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give me. I'm gonna give me a white girl now, so y'all don't have to be like man, Javon. Up, man. No, I'm just saying. I'm gonna give me a white girl now. That way, once I finally make it super famous. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't be like, man, Javon ain't got rich and got him a white girl. Cause I'm be like, no, I had her already. Yeah. When I, 
Kanye did Kanye did put the blueprint out there. But um yeah, so uh, apparently on national TV on ESPN cuz like you know these conversations happen like we're just joking this shit right now, but you know these conversations happen in barbershops everywhere, you know. Yes, you know do. your family reunion, the whole like is so and so black enough and we you know and it's kind of a running joke. Um, national TV on ESPN, Rob Parker said this shit, man. Like, hopefully the volume's loud enough. Let me know if I gotta turn it up, Karen. Oh, yeah. no, nah, it's too quiet. Hold on. Let me, let yeah. me find a better clip. But, um, yeah, he, he basically said that, um, my man RG3 is, uh, a, a cornball brother. And, um, a cornball brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. He's not a corn. I mean, he's not, he's, he's not a cornball. But this is my thing, though. Like, um, I don't like the black chick, but uh, my uncle always taught me this. So he's always saying my uncle is weird kind of guy. He's like a black cowboy. He owns like horses. He played hockey. You know what I'm saying? Taught me how to play hockey, things like that, though. But he said he went to all hood black school here in St. Louis. He lives in Texas now. He actually does radio and everything, too, like Tom Joyner and stuff. But he always told me, though, as much white shit he did, nobody ever called him a fucking Oreo. Mm. You know, so it was like. He was saying that you can keep your blackness and still be a black male, though. Yes, you can. And still do all these other different things. So what determines if you're keeping your blackness or not? Well, I mean, that's that's all derivative, but, uh, but derivative though. But he was just saying, like, you know, you can sm- you can have a feeling around somebody, to me personally, that somebody's, mm-hmm. like, extra stretching it out to uh, be around other people, though, not I, and not just being themselves. I, th- I think it's how much Hennessy you drink. Yeah, that's like, a good measure. That is a good measure. It, it all boils down to Hennessy. You really can't argue so, that. so if they take only yeah. one Hennessy shot, though, they kind of take Yeah, if they take one Hennessy shot, they might be a little Oreo. With yeah. Them. But two, you black. Like that's a, like uh, you know how when you take alcohol in public you gotta put it in a brown bag. That's the new right. pa- that's the new paper bag test. That's the that's right. it. It's hey, good thinking, nice. man. Good 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 thinking, man. Yeah. You're right. Let me You're let me see correct. if this clip is but louder. The, the thing is though, Rod, though, with like football players, I think everybody wants like football players to be like Jim Brown and like Bill Russell, these trailblazers that put out themselves and and put themselves out there for the cause and everything. Knowing yeah. and and the thing is though is that. This is what that what, what black people wanted to be though. We wanted to yeah. be a part of capitalism though. We got it. That's right. Yeah, it's weird to you know me. It's weird to me, man, because it's the same shit. I will always fight on the other side of this shit because I like I it's kinda like when people say like how much money someone else should be giving to charity or how much time they should be spending it's, uh, doing it's something. Money said, man, uh well, penis watching or, or, or Yeah, meat, meat peeping. peeping. Meat peeping. It's it's a lot of that shit where it's like, well, I ain't gotta do it so I can say what this person should be doing. And um, uh, you know, you know, part of his rant was like, well, he's uh, he might vote Republican. He got a white girlfriend. So? And it's like, dog, are we really going on national TV? Black checking this dude like he ain't the right type of black. Like, he, like let that man be him. Like, to me, the ultimate equality for African-Americans is going to be when we can be individuals. Yes. And shine and be ourselves, man. And not just be about like. Well, he gotta, he gotta talk a certain type of cadence or he needs to have a certain type of girlfriend or else his blackness don't count. Cause it's like, if this nigga gets pulled over in South Carolina, it's gonna be the same. Like, it's not, it's, them niggas are not gonna be like, oh, wait a minute, you're, you're different. They're gonna be like, you are a nigga, get the fuck out of the car, get on the ground. So that's my standard, so I'm, he black. I'm Robert Griffin the third, but I'm Robert Griffin the third. Right, they're gonna be like, yeah, that shit don't matter. That shit don't matter. Get the fuck out of the car. Yeah, who was that next to you? Tiger? What kind of name is Tiger? You in a gang? Get the fuck out of the car. They don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about that. Um, let me see if I can play this. Yeah, he do. 
Alright, let me turn the volume up. So, what are those micro braids? In some of the press conferences, people I've known for a long time. But my question, which is just a straight, honest question, is he a brother or is he a cornball brother? Which what does that mean? Yeah, explain that. Well, he, he's not really, okay? He's black, he kind of does the thing, but he's not really down with the cause. He's not one of us. He's kind of black, he's in the, but, but he's not really like the guy you really want to hang out with because he's off to something Why else. is that your question? Well, because that's just how I, I want to find out about him. I don't, I don't know because I keep hearing these things. We all know he has a white fiance, and there was all this talk about he's a Republican, which I, there's no, there's no information at all. I'm just trying to dig deeper into why he has an issue because we did find out with Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods was like, I don't want to, I got black skin, but don't call me black. So people got a little wondered about Tiger Woods early what, on about him. What do your G3's braids say to you? Now that's different because to me. That's very urban and makes you feel like, I think he would have a clean cut if he was more straight lace or not. Like, uh, wearing braids is, you're a, you're a brother. You're a brother. You got braids on. Uh, Stephen A., what's your take on this? Well, first of all, <clears throat> let me say this. I'm uncomfortable uh, with where we just went. Stephen A. Stephen a. Smith, Smith is the most reasonable Negro up there. <laughs> Something is wrong. And what? that's sad. And that's sad. And that's crazy. Yeah, because because <laughs> because my thing is this: it's sad because a lot of times this is the sh- bullshit that D- Stephen A. Smith brings up a lot of times when yeah. he's talking to Skip Bayless. But my thing is this: um, like we were talking about, right? Talking about before about the equal equality. Yes, the when you get equality, when you can marry who you want to marry, vote how you want to vote. Do anything you want to do. Make as much or as little money as you choose. And people do not attach your race to it. Because when you see me, I'm black. That, Like I just said, that's not going to change. And my right. thing is that when people black check, it's almost like they go, you're not black enough for me. Who the fuck are you to determine how black I am? Yeah. I can see it just if he was out here running around talking about, like, you know, the problem with black people, you know, because, like, there's Republicans that do that. things, though, Rod, is that the fact that. Some of these conversations are not, and I know you got a lot of white listeners too, though. Yeah. Some of these conversations are not supposed to be in front of white massive scale like this, though. Even if he wanted to say that, that's some of the shit you put on fucking BET with the uh, fucking, uh, what's it, the, the, uh, don't sleep or right. something. That's some don't sleep conversation if you want to do that. Right. You can't be doing it on ESPN thing, though. That's a different level of game because you have to understand when it comes to media, though, they look at all that shit and they take in every fucking thing anybody black say, though, and that's what it is. Yeah, and they also take, uh, like, on, on first take, they they uh, outsource the racial shit mm-hmm. to black. Like, they bring a black person on and be like, so what do you want to say about a Jamal? And then Jamal says some shit that white people been thinking. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, is he one of the good ones or one of the bad ones? Okay, yeah. well, thank you. Now, let's get everybody else's thoughts on yeah. this. Skip, what do you think, like, you know? Like, you represent everybody. And my thing is that he was using words where they was like, what's a cornball? And I'm going, yeah, nigga, what's a cornball? Yeah, because, like, he looks like a cornball to me. Yes, he does. Like, if, like if you put them side by side and said, pick the coolest one, everybody picking RG3. Nobody's like, you know what I want to do? Hang out with Rob Parker for a weekend. And, That's what's up. And my thing is this. You calling somebody else a cornball 
who makes a lot, probably a lot more money than you. And a lot of times, especially when it comes to a lot of people that do the announcement on television like that, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it come out of hatred of them making money that they'll never make. Well, and, uh, you know what? You could call Will's, people call Will Smith a cornball, but we will never be like, he ain't black. No, he black. Yeah, he is a cornball. It's just but, weird to me when people go there where it's like, yes. let's try to turn this into some, like, like I said, unless there's something that he's doing where I'm like, okay, this is an issue. Like, for example, um, every once in a while you hear about black Republicans that'll be like, and the problem is the 90% of black people that vote Democrat are living on the plantation. And everybody goes, oh, nigga, no, you didn't. And they go, now, see, I'm proving my point. And it's like, no, now, see, this dude is talking shit about black people. And now black people are having a reaction. And everybody's going to say, why are you calling this dude a sellout? It's like, well, he did fucking do some sellout shit, right? If it's just like RG3 got a white girlfriend, he ain't black or he ain't the right type of black. It's like, that's a little too far from me, man. And my thing is this. What does that outside stuff have to do with his performance on the field? Like, like this, maybe I'm the one that does disconnect. ESPN stopped being about. But, um, but. The performance on the field. Okay. Okay. Maybe, Maybe because I must be considered an old school fan. I'm like. What is your performance on the field? Yeah. I don't care nothing about how you vote, who you fuck, none of that. How do you perform on the field? Yeah, I don't know. It just went somewhere where I think it's, uh, off, especially on national TV, like, shit. <laughs> you got brothers arguing about the blackness on TV, on dog. T- That's not where we want to be, y'all. No, at all. Um, all right, man. Um, it seemed like that his argue, his argument didn't even really have anything to do with anything. You know, it's like that's no. bottled up. Just I don't need to say this, and I've just been on my mind type. Like you know, I like, need hits. First of you're right. You don't want to. You said what? He need Twitter hits. He need Twitter followers. <laughs> right. need Facebook posts. Like yeah, that's that's that that's exactly why people do stuff like that to get a little you know a little controversy around them, get a couple more followers, and try to go from there. But yeah, man, certain stuff like that. He, I, I thought it was sounding. He sounded very stupid to me. I was like, me too. Yeah. You don't even supposed to be on this show. Yeah, I, show. I, I, I think before yeah. you start questioning something like this, you need more of a reason to start this conversation. Like sometimes you'll have quarterbacks. Like I remember. Um, Vince Young once said something like, it's ironic that it was Vince Young, but he said something like, Duh, well, I don't feel like there's any pressure, different pressure on black quarterbacks. It's all the same. And it was like, you know, this nigga was winning, but he wasn't looking right. And uh, this nigga ended up getting his ass out the NFL behind, you know, all that pressure that people were putting on him. And, and it's like, yeah, I can see why it would be a conversation if, if that was what was happening. But if it's just like, what you think about RG3? He had a good game. Let me tell you why he ain't black enough. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> this is irrelevant to the conversation. Yeah, I'm sorry, Uncle. I didn't realize that uh, talking proper. Yeah, and, put, uh, put, put that bit down. Yeah, having a white girlfriend. I didn't realize mm-hmm. you can't be black uh, anyway, other way. Um, also, uh, asshole news in sports. This is just a real quick one. Oh. Have y'all heard uh, about Tommy Tuberville? At uh, the new coach for um, yeah, yeah, Texas Tech man. I, I'm from. I went to a Big Twelve school. I went to Iowa State, so I I, I knew that from the beginning, though, and everything. And my uh, my uncle's uh, future wife, uh, his daughter, goes to Texas Tech, so I knew about that. They were depressed in Texas Tech that he left, though. Yeah. I knew it was gonna happen, though, because he did. If y'all know back in the day, if you know anything about sports, he did that to Ole Miss, mm-hmm. like two or three days before uh, 
Uh, he was like, they gonna have to roll me out in the grave to make me me leave Ole Miss, and he left the Auburn like three days later. So I had people, you, they should have knew that. Well, he um, <laughs> this on the Riverboard Gamma for a reason. Th- this one is the most fucked up story I've heard about Coach leaving in a minute. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> he was on a recruiting dinner, uh, you know, at, at Texas Tech taking out some recruits you know they you can take them to dinner you tell them about the program you promise them you know all this different shit right so he's taking them out to dinner and he gets up and leaves in the middle of dinner and never comes back (gasps) he doesn't the next day they have a tour uh he doesn't show up for the tour for the of the campus for the kids wow he he left to take the cincinnati job in the middle of dinner he didn't even tell them. <laughs> he didn't tell nobody he didn't shit. Dinner and be like, you know what, y'all, this is my last recruit. I mean, I know. I, 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 I know. Pay the bill. Yeah, that's what my question. Arguing. He didn't pay the bill. I don't know. Somebody put on a uh, fucking check. <laughs> yeah, he put fat fat woman on the check. And ah, then he fat left. Coach. Hey, no, they make it more worse, Rod. Though he probably changed hats though and try to re-recruit them for Cincinnati though. Like. <laughs> Uh, hold on, uh, check it out. If you want to go to Cincinnati, though, <laughs> come on and join me right now. Table real quick, though, because he had it. <laughs> it's just in. Oh, I got the text man. message. They 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 agreed to my terms. Yeah, he just he was like, "Hey, but man, nice. Cincinnati trip." I just pictured this dinner with him, just like looking at his phone the whole time. It was like, you know, Coach, man, I really loved uh, the way that you guys uh, play Arkansas. Um, I thought you, you know, I, and, uh, also, you know, the running backs in your system, um, really seem to be able to, to flourish, uh, in the spread. And, uh, coach, are you listening to me? Did coach. Uh huh. What? Uh, I'm listening. What was you saying? Something about running? Yeah, you run. Hey, man, I, speaking of running, I gotta run to the bathroom real quick. Ah! Uh, y'all hold it down. I, I'll be right back. Uh, just, just see him walking out the front door and shit. Hey, That's fucked up. Rod, Rod, Rod and Karen. Yeah. I want to tell y'all, man, I really appreciate y'all. I really appreciate, this is Javon speaking. Yeah. I, want, I want to tell y'all, I really appreciate y'all having me on the show. Um, I actually had to run, handle some comedy biz real no fast. Doubt. Go ahead, sweetie. Um, so, you know, I was just trying to, you know, make my exit, but definitely tell y'all, thank y'all for having me on the show, having us, my family on the show, man. And, uh, you know, we definitely going to do this again. And, and we, I had a great time. You too, Javon. Uh, yeah, I was like, Thank, thank you for coming thank on, you, man. Sweetie. We had a good time too, man. We'll make sure to put all your uh, links and your Twitter and all that stuff yep. in the show notes. So we can send people your direction, sir. Dang right. I'm, I'm going to follow y'all too uh, on Twitter. So yeah, we, we'll link up again. Y'all be cool. Stay blessed and I'll holler at y'all. You too, Have man. A good Peace. One, sweetie. But, uh, but yeah. I, this Tommy Tumberville situation is, is actually even funnier than I thought because I was like, you went from uh, a Big 12 school to a Big E school. Like that, that's like, oh, the, that's right. like moving from. Uh, a nice condo into like some projects though they're hoping that they get re- renovated and the big Aww. east is like they they just had seven teams uh i think for basketball though but seven cath the seven catholic schools in there decided they want out today like, yeah they, like with they, georgetown mm-hmm. and like uh who else is in there it's like isn't uh, it like georgetown, st john's and, yeah something like that yeah st john's yeah, they, I think. they trying to move and make their only conference though yeah, so like this dude just went to a crazy ass job that is in straight but, up but, flux. But you know, any on the low though, you know the uh, AD is like one of his best friends though. The AD oh. in Cincinnati is even still, man. This a bad look, man. In the middle of dinner, man. Yeah, that's an asshole move, man. If I ever see hey. one. Hey man, hey man, okay, if you was at your job in the middle of lunch and somebody from like Sears Radio hit you like, hey, uh, Rod, that, that contract went through though. 
would you leave the dinner the lunch right then we got we need you kind of right now yeah but that's different because i hate my job <laughs> like that's a you big know, difference he they said he didn't like the ad there though so you might hate oh. his job all i know he is i kept checking his phone during the that's like if um you know what the, you know what the problem with this shit always bothers me it's not even that it's not even that i don't understand where the coaches are coming from i do honestly i do um I just hate that their spill is like all this loyalty and shit to these kids. Like it, like, because the second this kind of shit happens, it's just like, uh, okay. Like, Oh, this kid's mom is sick and he want to go from California back to North Carolina, take care of his mom. Make you wait a year. And they'd be like, nah, I'm not releasing him from his scholarship. Cause you know, he made a promise. It's like, God damn, you would leave. If, if, if Cincinnati called, you would leave this kid in the middle of a funeral, but somehow, you know, the kids are expected to be loyal. It it's, a, it's, it's some pimp hoe shit, man. Like it always bothers me, man. So like, I, I, I come, I, I compare recruiting to lying to women. Yes. You know, you got to do what you got to do until you get there. Right. <laughs> And so I'm and like, that's what it is though. And 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 then it's the thing though. Cause what if a, rec- a recruiter came in there at all was like to you, ride dog? I mean, y'all say I'm not having kids. Are y'all coming? Y'all kid about? Look here, I may not be here in two or three years though, but it's a good campus and everything. No, uh, send your son there though. What would y'all feel like? Oh yeah, yeah. I would Same actually. Same thing with a woman though. The thing is, the thing is Same though. Thing with a woman. Though. Oh no, no. I feel you, Daryl. What I'm saying is, um, I don't appreciate the shit on either side as far as line. So if like if they weren't selling me this hustle just to trick these kids into going to school to pay for the fact that honestly uh the other kids ain't producing no money for the school. So it's like let's get these kids that probably don't really need to go through this system to be what they want to be into this school so we can fund everything else off their backs like the whole fucking system so fucked up. Mm-hmm that this dude telling a lie i can see why he's telling a lie that still don't make it right to me you know what i'm saying like i can see why you would lie to a chick and tell her you got a porsche but that still don't mean i gotta walk out the room like you know what he was just trying to get that pussy and that makes everything okay like that's how i look at it like no this dude's a piece of shit scumbag for leaving in the middle of dinner like that and that's and that's for the most most coaches are going to be like him too like not it's not like he's worse than the other coaches this is that profession. This is what you do. You lie to the kids, and then you try to get get over them for yourself. And that's all you care about. And that's why the shit is going to stay fucked up. Like, that's why when niggas steal laptops and shit, I'll be like, good, get them. Get your laptop. Fuck them. Ah! Not for real. Like, I don't If any time a player get over on the school, I like it. I'm like, oh, cool. Y'all got free tattoos, man? Good. Like, I wish you could get more. It's like, I sold my, I sold my championship ring. Good. Fuck them. Anyway, um, wait, who was that? Oh, sound like somebody was off the mic. Yeah, man. On a micro level, I understand everybody's self-motivation. Everybody got that, you know, self Like, oh, I want, I just wanted a, a free jersey and shit. Everybody's like that, but it's just the way they pitch it, man. Because if this shit have, if this is like a kid leaving in the middle of a recruiting trip, man, they would be on TV right now. Like, yeah, man, you know, no, these, people slander people slander kids though that uh, yeah. they commit though from places, right? Yeah. Like they will follow these dudes all their life and be talking about these. Like, nigga, I made a decision at seventeen. Like, you really hate me? I'm 17. The fuck I know about life? And you sit up here like, if the nigga would have went to uh to Princeton like he was supposed to, it was like, god damn, man. Y'all, like, What's so fucked up, though, Rod, though? 
It was a recruit that actually uh, that was supposed to go to Iowa State, though. He changed and went to Texas Tech. Anything that bad that happens at Texas Tech, they always refer back to that one dude though, that, that uh, decommitted Aww. from my school to go there. Though, like, see, he fucked around. <laughs> see, now this is third coaching shit. Right. See? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that one dude, he ain't even starting to nothing. Right? He ain't doing shit there. Oh, like, starting, no. like he tours, he went to towards UCLA over here at uh, Georgia Tech. <laughs> yep. He went to he wouldn't have fucked up his ACL over here if he would have went to USC. That's you know, but um And some of these and some of these no disrespect, some yeah. of these white fans are way more fanatical than they need to be though. That's and actually about- what stopped me on college football, real talk. Yeah. Was when I realized that I was rooting for something completely different, different than the than people they- in the crowd was rooting yep. for. I, I had to stop, man. Out. Like I, I to, yeah, I, I I had to check out once 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 I realized that the it was more about making a profit off of somebody for free and well, constantly just, criticizing them if right. they ever want to make a dime. It's that whole get in line thing and then demeaning the kids into some like, well, you should just be happy you got a free ride to school. It's like, what the fuck about getting up at 5 a.m. every morning and working my ass off is free? Like, what part of free yeah. is that shit? Because, like, nobody wants that is, free ride. No, everybody. The only thing they get free is the white girls. That's, the only that's thing it. Free. That's the only thing you get free, man. And I mean, sure, that's a benefit, but it's not enough to me, man. Like, no, they, you don't, cannot, they don't cover bills. Yeah, there's also that brothers that are just there at, on, like, academic scholarships getting free white women. So it's, like, not a fair trade. Um, all right, yeah. man. Speaking of women and, and race. Did y'all hear about the black meteorologist that got fired? You said what now? This black meteorologist, she got fired from a... Yeah, yeah. I think they want to fire her ass anyway, though. It had to be, right? Cause, all right. So, yeah, it like she was the bitch, in the, bitch at, the, uh, at the station. It had like, to be AI. something like that because it's so ridiculous to me how she got fired. She was a black woman. And uh, a viewer on the, uh, on the show of the other news went to their Facebook page. And, uh, they, they, Emmett Vascugo, I guess how you pronounce it, he said, the l- black lady that does the news is a very nice lady. The only thing is she needs to wear a wig or grow some more hair. I'm not sure if she is a cancer patient, but still, it's not something myself that I think looks good on TV. What about letting someone, a male, have waist long hair do the news? What about that? Now, obviously, everything is like there's no lower there's no uh uppercase in this the spacing's all fucked up like this is definitely an idiot that wrote this number of one course. uh number two like um the fuck does it matter what her hair look like her, her job's to do the news and my and my thing is that directly indirectly undertone look She's black. I don't really like watching black people on my news. I mean, yeah. this is what you're saying. I really What's don't like watching black people. Black women in their hair. You know, your hair intimidates me. I don't understand you. I don't understand your culture. Why don't they get yeah. you out? It's, it's like, that's undertone. What the only thing saying. missing from the end of this was that I can't understand you, white power. You know, that yeah, shit. That's it. <laughs> that's all it was short of. Um, so Lee replied the same day. She said, hello, Emmett. I am the quote unquote black lady to which you are referring. I'm sorry you didn't like my ethnic hair and no, I don't have cancer. I'm the non-smoking 5'3", 121 pounds, 25 mile a week running 37.5 year old woman and I'm perfectly healthy uh, physical condition. 
I'm very proud of my African-American ancestry, which includes my hair for your edification. Traditionally, our hair doesn't grow downward. It grows upward. Many black women use strong straightening agents in order to achieve a more European grade of hair. And that is their choice. However, in my case, I don't find it necessary. I'm very proud of who I am and the standard of beauty I display. Women come in all shapes, sizes, nationalities, levels of beauty, showing little girls that being comfortable in their skin and hair God gave me is my contribution to uh, society little girls and boys for that matter need to see that what you look like isn't the reason to not achieve their goals conforming to one standard isn't what being American is about I hope you can embrace that thank you for your comment and have a great weekend and thank you for watching uh, then he replied back um, that uh, he was right that like he replied that Lee was right to be proud of who she is and that he's not a racist and that the world has a certain standard. And if you come from a world of being poor, are you going to dress in rags? So now he's comparing having short hair as a black woman to being poor and still dressing in rags. Um, wow. <laughs> white, pri- and, 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 white privilege is fucking lovely. And you know what? Not to, not to, <laughs> not to get off topic, but. Um, they were talking about news, like, yeah. like, the, like the eyewitness news and things like that across our country. It was mm-hmm. this black lady who actually chopped all her, all her hair off, and and she said that the viewers had a fit, and she actually wrote a book. You really, wait, hold up. She chopped all her hair off, or she went and got a haircut. She got a haircut. Okay, because you made that shit no. sound like she went crazy on the I mean, air. I mean, not, I mean, like I mean when I mean scissors. chopped all her hair off, if <laughs> if if, Smith on if, that if shit. <laughs> right, not, not that short, not that short, but but if you ever realize most of your Women reporters, all their hair is like to their shoulders yeah, it's very long. and all that stuff. And a lot of that is just traditional people watch TV have certain standards. And she was saying when she cut her hair, then she was saying people ragged and just had a fit because of it. And it's just amazing how stereotypical people can be when it comes to the news because it's majority white. Yeah. And they just like people looking certain ways. And I'm surprised they actually got big women on there because a lot of times you didn't see no big women in announcing well, news and things like that. They, what was funny was mm-hmm. I saw our that's that's what's hella surprising me because she she responded back to him in a tweet, right? That no, was it was like, on like, Facebook. Facebook. It was on Facebook. It was on Facebook. Yeah, dude. It not no less. It was probably maybe like two to three months ago. It was like a reporter, same sort of situation, and it was a, just like Karen was saying. It was a big woman. Some dude wrote in on the air talking about that this big woman didn't care about her size, didn't care about her kids because she was fat. Wow. And that she needed to be, and she was white. She snapped on this dude on the air, like took a second, like, hey, this is Rachel's corner. This motherfucker, like, right. and it wasn't necessarily wasn't catch words, but she was going off on him. And she got loads and loads of email of support from everybody. The station backed her, shit like that. This woman responds on Facebook that half the country's not going to see. Yep. And they snip her for it. And she got fired. And the thing is, because somebody was like, uh, when I posted the story on Twitter, they were like, well, she got fired for responding on Facebook mm-hmm. and that's against company policy. But, uh, I went and did some research. It was an unwritten policy that supposedly happened, uh, verbally at a meeting two weeks before this happened and she wasn't present at the meeting. So she wasn't around. So it was kind of, it's kind of like, I it don't know like that that's going to hold up in court no, anyway. So like they was ready to get rid of her trying to get rid yeah, of her. Yeah. And I will say this, cause I think Daryl has a point and people might be sleeping on this. Um, 
but uh the fact that she responded like she did as classy as it was and stuff she might really do she might really be the person that nobody wants to work with in the office she might be that kind of person it might be what's driven her to get that far you know you can be the mean person in the office and also be the victim of somebody being ridiculous yes, so the fact that she did respond and this you know as eloquently written as it was there is a level of ego to responding like she could have just saw this and said, ah, fuck him, and kept doing the news and not worried about it. But she kind of did, you know, go in there and get in his guts, which I applaud, by the way, because it was very good. Yes. But, uh, yeah, she didn't have to do that, and maybe that is what, you know, the difference is, like, she might be hard to work with. She Maybe they do want to get rid of her, and they just haven't said anything, but I don't what, know. What station was this meteorologist? I wonder, like, a major station? It is KTB STV, an uh, ABC affiliate out of Shreveport, LA, uh, which is uh, Louisiana. That shit is just wild to me, man, because it's like, in other, especially in larger places, like, you know, the reporters will sit there and dig in on the on fucking guests of their show. Right. Like, you know, somebody will make a, a wild comment and then somebody will check them on air. You right. know, especially about, you know, like when Anderson Cooper came out being gay and all the rest of that stuff. He was snapping on all the people that were sitting in mail and all the rest of that stuff. He still got his show. Now, granted, this woman is not Anderson Cooper. But right. same token, it's like he's standing up for himself. You get supported. Yeah, like, it's, that, it's they, that money thing, too, you know, where it's like if she was making Anderson Cooper money for the station, I feel like nobody would have said shit. Like if Rachel Maddow went off on somebody for talking about her sexual preference or sexual no, or orientation, I don't think anybody would say anything. But it's this idea, yeah, like, well, you ain't making us no money. We'll just replace your ass. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I find the shit to be fucked up, and I don't think she should have been fired. And I hope she sues, and I hope she fucking gets paid because me too, sir. Uh, I don't think she went over the line. If I would have read that shit, it would have been like, first of all, motherfucker, your cracker ass. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> All right, she deserved to be fired. Yeah, she yes. got to go. But she said that shit with a, a plum, and uh, I apply her. Um, all right, let's get a couple more guests to race, and then we're going to wrap the show up, man. Um, uh, argument over beer lands Vanessa Robinson in jail and her boyfriend in the hospital. Uh-oh. Um, the incident happened at Hempfield Towers in Hempfield Township back on Thursday night. The person who purchased the alcohol said, I'm leaving. And goes to grab the beer that he had purchased. The woman uh, was arguing with him and said, you're not taking that beer. Uh, it ended up. Hold becoming- on, hold on, right. We have a preemptive uh, guest from Teddy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, you know, I'm doing my, uh, my, uh, what's that girl's name from Jamaica? Call me now. Miss Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> doing your Miss uh, Cleo on? I'm feeling like. Yeah, Upper East German. <laughs> Upper East German. Is there such thing as the Upper East German? Uh, Upper East German, maybe Swedish. Okay. I like Teddy, man. Teddy, you De- like the... Definitely, the- definitely Caucasoid. Teddy is like the race whisperer. Like, he he <laughs> felt something in the article and just immediately went very specific. Uh, right. I want to hear some rest. I want to see okay. what the location is. All right. This is uh, Pennsylvania. That this happened in. Um, according to police, the altercation escalated with kicking, push, pushing, and beer being poured onto the ground. She went and grabbed the knife and started wielding the knife in his direction. Uh-oh. She cut him on the arm, neck, back, and stomach areas prior to being able to, uh, disarm, uh, prior to him being able to disarm her. He had to receive several stitches. 
uh he was treated for his injuries at the hospital meanwhile she was arrested and charged in uh in the incident uh and the cop says whenever you're talking about an inv- individual that has a knife and they're wielding it in another person's direction and you're talking about minor injuries just the person receiving a few stitches is very fortunate uh obviously it could have been life-threatening guess the race there you think he said my neck my back oh <laughs> Uh, uh, I guess I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with white. Um, white, okay. But 100 Regis, white for 100. Let me check the chat room uh-huh. and see what they believe. Uh, cheese fucker says felt five. Everybody oh knows. My God, that, oh, that's uh, serious. That's, that's next to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows uh, white people love cheese. Um, Wonder Bread says trigger tray. Um, one who orders double cheeseburger hold the beef. <laughs> wearer oh. of 50,000 battered women and I'm still eating mine plain t-shirt what was that Mitt Romney no that was a binder for the women yeah <laughs> Leonard Brother says one who is considered a cannibal when they eat crackers <laughs> oh. someone used pig latin to say onky hey uh, tra- trailer park icon and rapist of Africa <laughs> Oh, Rapist of Africa. I like that. That's my favorite one ever in Guess the Race. Um, anyway, the correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. I, was it the beer that gave it away? The fact that it was over beer? Like, y'all knew right away, man. That was good. Um, all right, here's another that's, one. That's because Teddy's mixed with everything, though, man. That's, yo, we got it. We got a little cheat code. We got the cheat code. He felt the force. As soon as he said beer's felt, my spider sense tingled. <laughs> <laughs> whiter sense um the whiteness the whiteness in him tingled the whiteness in him tingled like his white, one of my people his whiter sense uh Jer- jared german uh is accused of shooting his girlfriend during a fight over the television show the walking dead oh, oh my that's, that's questionable that's a lot of different shit it's got to be white though, man. Black people, that, black people wouldn't shoot nobody over that though. We, we only we, 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 we fight over dice games. We, shot over we fight over burgers. Yeah, pork meats, chops. pork chops, pork chops, pork chops. We'll be talking about our show on Tuesday. All right? How much Thanksgiving cost? <laughs> how much Thanksgiving cost? <laughs> and what else? Uh, weave. <laughs> the two women to fight over weave. Correct. That's all we Correct. fight over. Correct. Correct. A long, Correct. a Long Island man who has been accused, arrested for allegedly shooting his girlfriend during a heated argument over the television show The Walking Dead. Authorities say Jared German, 26, was charged with attempted murder after shooting his girlfriend with a 22 caliber rifle. I don't, yeah, oh, you say white already, Daryl? Okay. Shay Whitey, Shay Whitey, I'm going, I'm, uh, t- uh, Teddy is, 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 is the, the signal to me, I'm, I'm, White, we're doing okay. some uh what was that what is what would it be like uh what, 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 like espn or whatever yeah, esp y'all doing esp <laughs> got it <laughs> all right uh for the people in the chat room i'll read a little bit more the unidentified woman suffered a pierced long shattered rib <gasps> and pierced diaphragm oh. she is in stable condition well she shouldn't have went to that trey yeah, songs concert I, I just think that the Trey Songz concert isn't worth all this. That's all I'm saying. Oh. According to Nassau County Police, ah. German was out with... Oh, that was dirty, right? <laughs> that was dirty. I'm just saying, man. Get home on time. German was out with his girlfriend when the two began arguing over The Walking Dead, a television cable drama about a man who wakes from a coma to a world dominated by zombies. Uh, allegedly, he felt strongly that a military mishap could occur on the show he felt very adamant there could be a military mishap that would result in some sort of virus being released that could cause terrible things to happen the argument became so heated the woman decided she didn't want to spend the night with german and would drop him off at his home 
<laughs> so he came over to a crib and they argued about the walking dead until he argued himself out of the pussy yeah <laughs> she was like you gotta go home i'm gonna go fuck t-dog <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she felt it was ridiculous and he's passionate about it and it escalated to a point that it did after she brought him home he continued to argue with her by text message the the dialogue became so angry and bitter according to police that the woman felt compelled to return to his home and check on him well that's her fault she arrived at there around 2.30am she found him outside the door with a twenty-two caliber rifle what the fuck could you be checking on that's the end of the check. Well, if I pull up, if I'm like, I need to check on you, seem pretty mad, and I pull up and you outside with a gun, check over. I was right, you were mad. The end. Yeah, and then that'll be the last time you see my ass. Yeah, she tried to defuse it. She tried to defuse the situation to calm him down. She was walking up the stairs when Mr. German. By the way, one letter away from gunman, if the R was an N. Mr. German raised the rifle, pointed it at her, fired one round into her back, causing serious injury. The woman pleaded with gunman for help. He brought her to a hospital to be treated. German initially told police the shooter was accidental, but later admitted it, it was not. The couple had not had, the couple had been dating for three and a half to four years. Oh, this sound like this was some domestic violence shit. Should've been a headshot. Yes, yep, you're right. Should've been a headshot. One of them made the stories. You gotta go to the head. Everybody knows you don't shoot zombies in the back. Um, according to, uh, Uh, I already know that this is white even more though. Even, I already know this white even more though because if you look at anything on Walking Dead though, there only be what, two black people on there at a time? Yeah, that's true. You can't have, you can't have more than one black man. That's a good point. He would have died if another yeah. black person showed up. He would have had to die. That's the rule. Uh, German had three long yep. guns in his home and they have since been seized and was described as police as being passionate about his weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about as passionate as he was about that walking dead, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys both say white. Let me check the chat room and see what they believe the race of Mr. German is. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going with Daryl. They, they were definitely Anglo. All right. One who became a doomsday prepper after Obama was elected. <laughs> Ah, uh, Swiss cheese, one who slaps titties in porn. Yeah, that's some white shit, man. <laughs> God damn, that's some white shit. That shit hurts. Niggas do not slap titties. Those are our friends. Hey, I'm trying to tell you, being cruel to them. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. I, that oh, shit takes me out of the scene every time. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? No one's that mad at titties. Uh, <laughs> NFL place kicker. <laughs> One, oh shit, he shot the bitch, LOL white. Merle Dixon lookalike, member of the CIA Cheddar Ingester Association. Oh. One who could camouflage in snow without clothing. Uh, the ah. correct answer is white. They were white. And my man. thing, my thing is this, if they were black, they would be scared to, Surprise. Sh- to, to kill you because you might come back and eat them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Alright, man. Um, it's been another episode of Blackout Test, man. I, I had tremendous fun. We've been trying to get these dudes on forever. Yes. Um, check them out, man. Straight out of low cash. Um, they're on, uh, iTunes. They're on Stitcher. They're on Podbean. Like, uh, they're all on Twitter. Um, With your mama house. We everywhere, man. We, we everywhere. <laughs> exactly. They had the Trey Songs concert, keeping your girl out late. These dudes <laughs> get around, man. 
Hey, for the record, though, Javon take uh, Javon uh, Belcher pretty personal, though, because it's got the same name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, in the B, too? He was like, he was mad about that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, so make sure you check him out, man. Very funny guys. Uh, very good podcast. And um, as y'all can see, man, they, they like being silly like us, too, man. So if y'all like yeah. us, y'all should like them. Yes. Um, of course, this show was sponsored. Double sponsor, Shadow Dog Productions, and uh, their various audio plays, man, where you can actually go and look up the people by name now because they, they fancy like that, man. Ooh, we fancy, So huh? look up Alexa Yeans, John Faust, Lindsey Kilgore, uh, Gina Simon, um, and coming soon, Lisa Sane Odom um of rod and karen are hot fame um also adamandeve.com code tbgwt 50 percent off of one item free shipping free three dvds free sensual gift you know all that good shit and the 50 percent off so make sure you guys do that um and of course you know we're all on twitter and stuff check out our uh contact information is the blackoutist.com slash about um and uh next show will be the feedback show 10 a.m on saturday um and then sunday we're supposed to have robin key from uh the now defunct atypical sports show which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite podcasts one of the ones that actually got me in the podcast uh, hey, the, hey Rod, they ever gonna come back they ever gonna come back Man, I'm gonna ask him Sunday, man. Yeah, we'll I, I keep Sunday. trying. I missed that show, man. That was my show, dude. Um, so yeah, we'll have them on, man. So if if they don't come back, at least you get to find out their sports opinion and shit on Sunday, because I'm gonna yep. definitely be asking them what they think is going on with with sports, man. I'm sure they gotta have some real good Robert Griffin the Third shit to say. Um, all right, man. I think that's about it, Karen. I miss. Oh, the tippies, man. Don't forget to nominate people yep. for the Blackout Tips Awards, man. Like. And, uh, your and favorite guest. Vote for these guys. Yeah, now you can got now y'all can officially go and put straight out of low cash on there. Um and, and we can put them in the poll so y'all can vote for your favorite guest, man. Yes. Um all right, I think that's about it, man. So until Saturday, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
all this plotting is stupid if we gon' ride and die. Gun blazing, Nintendo cautious, the windows darkin'. Are we just vibing and chillin'? Then let the endo spark it. I met a bitch last week that said she knew ya. We blue booted and fed her the dog like Uka Nuba. That body on the corner, that was Curtis and Frank's side. We did it, but we did it, cause he murdered our wing guy. Slow down, you know these blocks be hot. And I ride above the law, they try to stop me, not. Let's swing by the jeweler, I might cop me a watch. Around this time, they be slipping, I might got me a drop. Oh, I forgot, we in late back G mode, but this game, it ain't 